You look like you had sunglasses on, by the way, Marie. Is that true? <laughs> she looks like what? She's got some sunglasses. Little sunglasses on. Yeah. yeah. We're we're actually dog sitting a husky right now, which is <gasps> dream come true. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. His it, name is Suka. Is it a chatty husky? It can be. No, and yes, because only if you get him started. So last night I started it and he goes, oh. <laughs> he did. That's my favorite. That's my favorite thing. He was talking to me for a long time. It was so Aww. cute. But he's not really that like he doesn't talk a lot unless you get him started. It's true. I've converted Wesley to Husky World. It's a lot of shedding, but it's a, it's a fun ride. That's true. <laughs> you should look up what the name yeah. Suka means later. Suka? S U K A. It's Russian. A, it's a Russian name. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. okay. Also, you can be very ex- expli- ex- explicit. Explicit on expletives. Yeah. You can be very expletives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can be very swears. Yeah. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. You right can on. say you can say dirty wordies. I mean, I talked about the period on our last podcast. So. Yeah. That happened. I know. Oh, that's funny. I like that. What's it mean? What's it mean? You can say it, it. means bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like super sounds so cool. Yeah. Since yeah. it's in Russian, you gotta give it that extra emphasis. You have to say it in a Russian accent too Ooh, every God. time you Suka. talk to the dog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. But yeah. Well, should we get started? Anywho. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Let's do it. All We're right. recording already, right? We are. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Intro song. Initiated. From my husband's intro. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, this is Yeti walks into Base Camp. We are your hosts, Yeti Legs and Base Camp. I love how you just say that. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It is time for our question of the day. Oh, should I ask this one since you asked the last? Yeah. Do you think we should say who's asking these questions? Nah. We'll leave it anonymous. Because what if what if like one of us asks the question? And what an- if we don't have anyone who asks the question? So then it's us. Anonymity. Anonymity. Wow, that's really difficult for you to say, isn't it? No. I'm quoting Finding Nemo. And he's like, all right, all right, just get on this. Because he's like, where are you from? And he goes, And he's like, all right, all right, don't hurt yourself. Is it that bad in Finding Nemo? Yeah, he's like trying to say anonymity. I don't remember that. It's at the very beginning. He's okay. like, all right, don't hurt yourself. And then he gets on the little stingray. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. Go watch uh, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. And an, um, and, anyway. For a great reference. And anonymous. So here is our question of the day. Question of the day. Read by Basecamp. How was adjusting back to the quote unquote normal or cotton world? And what's your next hike? Well, that's really two questions. Isn't Smiley it? face. That's two questions. That's two questions. That's a no. That's a, an equal sign plus a capital P. So that's like, like a, 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 yeah. a a tongue out face. Like what? What? Yeah. So uh, 
Yeah, adjusting back to the normal or cotton world. How's it been for you? Hard. Elaborate. Um, when we got done, it's like a physical, mental, emotional space inside of yourself. And you gain weight because your body is so used to eating like 3,000 calories, 4,000 a day. Mm -hmm. But you're also burning four to 5,000 a day. So there's that aspect. So gaining weight is really hard mentally for you. Um, for me, it has been. Okay. I probably gained like 10, 15 pounds when I got back. Over okay. time. It took like a few months, but. Yeah, I, th I think it's important to say that we are yeah. now May of 2023 and we started March of 2026. So we were, we're or, like a year. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Sorry. 2026? We, we are May of 2023 and we started March of 2022. You're like prophesying. No, I was thinking March 6th, yeah. 2022. Oh, okay. Sorry, so we're sorry, like, sorry. So think like, okay, we finished in September and we were pretty active, you know, a few months after, but then we got back to Colorado. It was winter, mm -hmm. pure on snow. We don't cross country ski. We snowshoe Yeah. and we hike, but it was really hard to transition back into the cold uh -huh. um, and just do four season tent after we'd done so much lightweight gear. So it was definitely like that part was really hard of trying to be active still yeah. in snow world and, and trying to climb a, a, even 12,000 feet and not being able to very well because we needed our ice axe or spike, like micro spikes and stuff. So yeah, mentally, like physically it was hard in that way. So we were kind of felt like we were holed up a little bit in ways. Mm -hmm. um, and then you get back into working. And so it's not, it, you can't just hike every single day that you want to. You can't. So that's hard. Uh, yeah, so we, we finished the trail in September of 22. And then after that, we visited family for a couple weeks across the U.S. And we did a lot of like little runs. Little jogs here and there. And then we went to Mexico for three to four three, weeks. Yeah, three and a half, I think. And we, we didn't do any hiking but we walked in the Mexico. Cities. We just well, walked the cities. Which was like nine or ten miles a day. Yeah, it, it added up quickly. Yeah, so we still got activity. And then by October, we were on our way to France. Europe, yeah. uh, specifically France, and we started the Tour de Mont Blanc. Which was epic, and I'm so glad we did it. Like, I don't regret that at all. For sure. You should go do it if and, you question wanting to do it. Yeah, and that kind of segued into November for us by the time we finished. And But then we didn't come back until the beginning of December. And, and then we finally got back to the States beginning of December. Mid, yeah. Yeah, so the only big hikes that we did after the PCT was just the Tour de Mont Blanc, which is just over 100 miles. Yeah, but it feels like so much more. Because there's so much vert gain. A lot of vert gain. It's beautiful. And, oh, and, my goodness. Yeah, and we'll talk about the Tour de Mont Blanc and Trek blogs and yeah, all that. Yeah, we'll go into more detail about that when we get there. As soon as I get through the PCT. <laughs> but yeah, and then we got back in December, and it was a snowy wonderland here in Colorado was hard and it was hard because i mean it's like a reintroduction to the sierras yeah and that was a lot of ptsd for us well i don't want to speak for us but i know that was a lot of ptsd for me because we had a lot of scary moments in the sierras and we had done snow mountaineering before but we just when you're literally in snow for a whole month and yeah. that's all you got like you don't have any way out for days yeah i mean we were out there for what like seven to ten days without anything mm -hmm. um you know i think it started to trigger some ptsd 
um, in my world of like, oh, we're back out here. But then I'd have to remind myself, we're only out here for a day or two. We're only a few miles from a car. We have a car to hike back to. Yeah. yeah. So um, just working through that. And then I think also coming back to, oh, this is going to be a brutal one. But people do not understand when we get, when we got back, like mm-hmm. you, the most fascinating thing I think I observed was people would ask us how the trail was and if they weren't a part of it. Um, and this is very generalized. I'm not saying everyone, but most of the people would ask us like, how was the trail? And we would start talking about it in depth and I would just see them glaze over. It's like they could not process what we were talking about Mm -hmm. at all because they weren't there. And so I started to just stop talking about it because I only people I could talk to about it was people who did it. Yeah. Because they understood. Yeah. The glaze over happens a lot. Yeah. It's like people could not process it. So mentally and emotionally, that was really hard because I didn't know how to connect with people after we got back. Mm -hmm. So we, so we get back in December and I more or less start working, um, not in public health, not making, you know, three quarters of a nice chunk of change. What he used to make. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, I'm, I'm beer tending at a brewery, which I love the, the brewery, the people that I work with. But again, it's a step down. Wesley easily could have gotten a job doing something else. However, he like we both were talking about how he should go back to school. The hike really ignited something in him about how he should pursue his passions yeah. in being in ecology and outside in the Mm -hmm. environment, protecting the environment. So we were like, well, this would probably be a good time to go back to school. And so that's why you pursued a brewery job. Yeah, it was, it was quick. It was fast cash, which we needed at the time. Yeah. And it gave me a moment to sit back and kind of consider schools and programs. Yeah. But, uh, so I'm, I'm working mid December after we get back early December and you're kind of not. I'm, I'm freelancing. You're freelancing. And, you get a few jobs. But not a lot. Uh-huh. That was hard. And that started to take a toll on you. Yeah, because I like to be productive. And when we were hiking, I was productive. I was I was walking. You had a, you had a daily <laughs> mission. You I had, had a an mission. objective. I had a purpose. And once we got back, you know, film industry was very dead. And I wasn't getting a lot, which brings up a lot of emotions of purpose. What am I doing with my life? you know, now we're back in this grind again. That yeah. really is painful and hard. Yeah. And so I, I I definitely went through a mental bender for a few months. Yeah. Yeah. But then you finally started to work. I did. It started picking up again. Film, yeah, film picked back up for you. Yeah. And then I got the full-time job with the film company, which has been, which has been a huge, like, flip switch. Yeah. But, but it's honestly, it's taken probably five months to just readjust to life. Mm-hmm. It's like a culture shock coming back because no one understands. And I think for me, that's what was so hard. No one understands. You can ex- you can try to explain what you went through, but no one's going to get it. Anyway. They, they won't get it to the level that it's impacting you. They, they can try and understand. It's like you trying to be empathetic with someone who's lost X, Y, and Z in their family, but you haven't lost X, Y, and Z. So you try to be there with them. So you try and be there and you try and empathize, but you you just can't. You haven't walked in their shoes, so you don't know. But what I observed, though, is a lot of people wouldn't even ask us. Like a lot that of people, is true. A lot of people wouldn't ask us about what we experienced. They would talk about themselves. 
Yeah, I think it would it would usually lead with like a question of, oh, well, how was your trip? And, and then you get a sentence in and then they would move to themselves. And when, when people would ask that, it's like, it wasn't a trip. It was half a year of our lives. It was life changing. And it was this life changing, dramatic, like saga that we went through together. Yeah. And and we would we would get a sentence or two out and then they would start talking about their career changes and or how what's happening how in their lives. Or how expensive the gas prices were, inflation. Like it was just so fascinating the difference in what we went through and realizing all of this shit doesn't matter. Yeah. And then we come back and everybody's still in it. Yeah. And they were talking about it or you know not making enough money or what they're doing and and I'm like Holy shit. Like we almost died <laughs> several times, times out yeah. there. And it doesn't fucking matter here. This is the grind. This is the hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. And people just keep going on the clock. Like it's just like a clock, a wheel that keeps spinning. And and it's like they're sitting on one of the little um, time things that just keeps moving. One of the hands. Yeah. And they just keep going around it. And, and I really think like... I just want to say, I think this is really important, is that there's a difference between people that separate themselves from the grind and people that realize that there's more to life than money and just existing, that that we actually were meant for more in our lives. We were meant to live and experience a life that's fully like alive, your, mm-hmm. your brain being activated, your heart being activated, your emotions, your body we to live holistically inside of ourselves we were meant to live that way and we just get so stuck in this grind in our lives in mm-hmm. society where we have to do certain requirements to meet certain needs yeah and i think when we did the hike it broke that uh-huh. it's like no we don't have to yeah we don't have to be this way mm-hmm. and i think there are people that actually just long for that of this like i don't want to do that i don't want to be in the grind mm-hmm. i want to do this and I think those are the people that end up through hiking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like they, you know what I mean? It's true. I mean, I feel like those who were really close to us in our families and a few select friends asked us and wanted to honestly know how our experience was. Yeah. But the rest were still caught up in their... Their grind. Their cotton world their cotton grind. World. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. not to say that we like are coming back trying to not work and not contribute and not earn money, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, it's just, you, you notice it more. It's a drastic shift. It's a, it's, it's a strong contrast of realizing what matters and what doesn't like all this shit we have. Yeah. And why do we even have it? I remember when we got back, we were like, why do we have all this stuff? Yeah. It wasn't even a lot. Like it was like a car full of stuff. Yeah. And it wasn't much at all. Yeah. And we were like, why do we have all this stuff? Like uh-huh. we don't need it because we lived for six months off a of back. Actually, we lived ten months off a of backpack. Yeah, and we were fine. Yeah, and, and so there's stress in that. There's stress in like going back to work and not having clothes. I didn't have any clothes. I had only hiking clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a that was a moment. Yeah, but I will say I think it's taught me in my work world that. I'm to show up and be excellent at what I do mm-hmm. and, and be present with people and care about what people say and think and feel mm-hmm. and, um, and show up. And I mm-hmm. think through hiking has taught me that in a better way of like showing up, being fully present, fully holistically present. So that's yeah. helped a lot. 
in work. Because you, I mean, your everything, except for your metabolism, slows down whenever you hike that long. Yeah. Like, yeah. you pay more attention to what people say because you go for three, four, five days without self-service and all you have to entertain you is, is what you're other. doing yeah. and the people you talk to. So yeah. you listen. Yeah. Yeah. And then for us, I think, for me, like we went from being together every single day, 24 hours a day. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden seeing each other at night, maybe, and then on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was really hard too. Um, yeah, it's been a drastic change. Yeah. For and, sure. and it's good. Like, this is good for us is like, we missed each other. It was, it wasn't like, oh, thank God you're gone. I know. Which was great. That was a good teller of us of like, oh, wow, we're actually, this is a gauge of, I'm so glad we're together. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Okay. So tell me you. Uh, what you want to know? What was it like integrating into oh, yeah. so the world again? The original question. The yeah. original question, because I went on a very long tangent, and now don't a, give me a small answer. <laughs> I'm, I, I just took a swig of scotch. It's not going to be a small answer. <laughs> oh, good. <clears throat> so give the people what they want. Well, give the people what they want <laughs> for the people. I, I think know. I think doing something like that. And this goes out to all the through hikers, want to be through hikers, hikers to be, etc. I think that once you do something like this, it makes you feel empowered and teaches you that you can, uh, you can do and conquer the things that you may be afraid of. Because that's a six months journey for us, you know, five, four months for quicker people. But either way, you're out there for an extended amount of time and you have to grapple with yourself, with other people. And if you come out on the other end, I mean, you've, you've gone through your crucible and you're refined, you're stronger, you're uh, more focused at that point. To come back from something like that, it's, I mean, it's, it's difficult, especially for, for me, because to do something that epic that thousands of people were seeing and like, oh, congratulations, and like cheering us on to go work at a bar where I'm serving people beer that... You know, give me a buck per beer or something like that. You know, I, I appreciate everyone's generosity, but like it makes you consider your worth and make you wonder what you're doing with your life. Like you said earlier, I mean, you go through an assessment phase. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, just hiking the trail not only taught me that I'm like capable of these amazing things, but also that I was on a path that I wasn't really... I guess like loving and it didn't bring me life. It kind of sucked it away from me. Even though I loved all the people that I worked with before we ever hiked the trail. And I appreciated the, like the fact that we were trying to help others. Like it didn't feel entirely fulfilling to me, which is why you and I had conversations on the hike about, about like what coming back would look like for me. And all those conversations kind of pointed towards school. And so we got back and I'm really struggling with going back and working a, a job where, you know, I feel like it's demoralizing a lot because I know even though people don't ask and I am not a person to volunteer the things that I know or have done, I know that I've done all these cool things and epic things that people can only fathom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't say that to be like bragging, but... You're not bragging. But it's the reality. That's that's the reality of what I went through. And I mean, it was, you and have it was your, hard. You have your masters 
already. Like you've gone through so much schooling and degree yeah. to get where you are, but yet the hike kind of like shook things up it for you to yeah. show you yeah. that you could actually have what you wanted. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what I experienced on behalf of you. Yeah, I think so. And I know that other hikers come back and their reintegration is way worse. Like they live a homeless lifestyle yeah. for days, weeks, months, however long. But for me, you know, to hear a patron come into the bar and I know they might be joking, but for them to tell me that I'm just a fucking bartender, like it's that hard. that's hard because I want to snap back, but I can't do that because we're back in the cotton world and shit like that doesn't fly, yeah. you know? Yeah. And on the trail, it's just like, well, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah. You, you can say you whatever you away. want. You can hike away <laughs> or let them hike ahead. Yeah. And, and yeah, so that's been difficult for me. You know, I've really been deep diving into um, all the the Instagram posts and getting caught up on writing the Trek vlogs and creating our YouTube videos. And since we've been back, that's the only thing that's given me a sense of fulfillment. And, you know, I have to work, you know, because we need money. We have to pay the rent. We have to have a vehicle so you can go to work and do the job that you love. The grind, yeah. The grind. But, yeah, the, uh, the only sense of fulfillment has been from like producing this content that recreates their experience on the trail right now. Why and, do you think uh, that is? Why? Yeah. Uh, why does that bring a sense of fulfillment? Well, I, if I had to guess, I don't entirely know, but if I had to guess, it's because it's kind of like my unpacking process for one from hiking the trail. And I think that if we were to ever do another trail, that producing all this content is, it's, it's not even about the followers, but it's, it's garnering relationships with brands. Companies, yeah. Yeah, that will help us out in the future. And and that we can help out too. Yeah, and I, I mean, and that's how it works. It's a, yeah. it's a mutualistic relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, they offer some of their equipment for us to try. And we get out and we use it. And it allows us to perpetuate our obsession with hiking a little bit. It's dangerous. Yeah, and I, I guess that in so doing all of that, the videos, the blog, yes, unpacking, but also it gives me hope for stuff to come. For the future. Is what I think. Mm. I never actually realized that until I just said it. Interesting. I know, huh? It gives you hope. Yeah, I think it gives me hope for hikes or adventures to come. Which is what you've always wanted. Yeah, and I think I need something to look forward to. You've always said that. And even if I don't like have a date and like this predefined period of time for a hike, as long as I have like a, a very vague goal in mind mm -hmm. and I can work towards that, that's helpful. It is helpful. It is helpful. Yeah. We uh, went through customer service one time. And, <laughs> with Verizon. Oh, you know how bad customer service can be. And We'll share this story with you. After everything that I would say to this individual, they would say, it is helpful. Literally, it happened like 15 times. They said, it is helpful. I don't know. It was really funny. But yeah, so after everything I would say, they would say, it is helpful. And sometimes I would get, it is helpful three to four times before they would say an actual statement. It was really funny. It was like they had it copy and pasted in. It was so, crazy. So we were now... Now we always say it is helpful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's become our tagline. Oh my God. It is helpful. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I think that's probably why it brings me such a sense of fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And 
whenever we got back and we're back in the normal daily grind of things, we went on this hike in Pueblo, Colorado. And that's when you started talking to me about mm -hmm. the possibility of doing another hike, mm -hmm. which is the second part of the question. Are there any other hikes planned in the future? Uh, yes, for myself. But I think base camp is going to kind of sit one out. Yeah, it's very surprising for us. But I'm okay with this. It's in Colorado and I can like see you within an hour to three hours per a car. Yeah. Um, and it's a month long. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I mean, we had... We, we didn't say the trail, but it's the Colorado Trail, if you yes. didn't already guess. So Wesley's going to do the Colorado Trail in less than a month. It's about 485 miles or so. It's a month. It's over a month away. I'll be starting on July 21st of this year. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, for us as a couple, I think we normally, I'm going to speak for both of us in this, and you can tell me if you do agree or disagree, but just... Like a six month process, I think for both of us, we'd rather do it together. Mm -hmm. um, just I, because you grow so much, you bond, you have so many stories that you, like you can never explain this. Like, yeah, I mean, I get it if people, a spouse wants to do it separately, um, but you can't explain everything that you go through on the trail. You, you actually have to live it. You have to experience it. You have to breathe it. And I think that's just something that we both, Mm -hmm. realized on this trail that like doing a six month like I told Wesley I was like if you want to do one a six month by yourself I'm gonna do it with you yeah I, Unless... I, I don't <laughs> think I would want to do a six month without you it'd be really hard for us it'd be like, stressful as shit you I have to yeah. wash my pot every night for six months and I don't yeah. want to do that I know and you and I and then I'd have to put the rain fly on every night I know. Figure that out or like how to put the tent stakes in I ain't got time <laughs> I ain't got time for all that we but we've created a system, but it, I think it's more just, I don't want to be away from Wesley for six months. Like that's uh -huh. genuinely, and maybe that's because we're still, we've been married for three years or whatever. But mm -hmm. I, I mean, I just don't want to, I, I, it's almost like a FOMO. I don't want to do it without you. I'd feel yeah. like I was missing out. But this trail, I feel like is very important for you. And I think that it's very vital that you do it by yourself. Yeah. And I'm happy that you're doing it by yourself i think it's i was even the one who suggested it because it's true it's true yeah i just think the things you learned on the trail you never yeah. got this before we met you never got the experience of doing something by yourself like yeah this. and i feel like i did not in hiking but in traveling and experiencing cultures and life like i feel like i did get that by myself and mm -hmm. so i i just really want you to be able to have this yeah, I mean, my whole life I've chosen what path I take and I haven't really had a whole lot of input or external direction, which is fine. But I feel like the people that have supported me haven't like been my cheerleaders. They've just been my like my quiet support in the backdrop. Mm -hmm. So for you to do like what you're doing and offer to support me mm -hmm. for a month on the hike feels like you're actually like cheerleading me. And yeah. And like you're, you're there on the sidelines. So it's kind of cool feeling. Which is what I really want you to have. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's important. Um, but yeah. Is there anything else you feel like though from coming back for you that physically 
Physically, oh man. Well, you go from hiking every day to, I mean, on a good week, hiking or jogging or running on a late Friday evening and maybe a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, so that's a drastic change. And I have, I definitely missed my, my Yeti legs from the trail. He still has beautiful legs. It's, they're just not. They're just not as big. They're not 150% like muscular like they used to be. They're still pretty. I can't like. Pretty. I, I can't bend a fork with my quads. I mean, you could if you went to the gym. Yes, yes. In a week, you could probably have them back. The nearest gym is like 35 minutes away. <laughs> up the mountain. Yeah, we've chosen to live in the mountains. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, so physically, that's probably the hardest thing. Um, it took me probably a good month to get used to sleeping in a bed oh, every yeah. night. You couldn't sleep well. No. I couldn't sleep well either. I even contemplated like trying out the, 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 the sleeping mat and the floor, but I, I didn't stoop so low um, as to try that. It makes me appreciate when we go camping on the weekends more. When, yeah, when we car camp or tent camp, you sleep so well. Oh, like a baby. You do. Yeah. And other physical things, uh, I am a different level of tired being back and working than I was hiking. Hiking, yeah, hiking, huh. yeah you're physically exhausted at the end of a lot of days, but... Mental. You're you're stimulated a lot. Your mental and emotional state is stimulated. Yeah. You've got. I mean, you've got a constant flow of uh, freaking adrenaline and these positive, like good feeling hormones, good. like circulating through your body for six months, and then you come back and you have to choose to wake up and go on a jog. It's not your job. You have to squeeze it into your schedule, Depending or or you have to choose to pull up a YouTube video and. Do a 20-minute workout or which, something which like that. Which is what I've done from time to time. Yeah. And then just listening to your body and not overeating is a hard part. I think that my metabolism has slowed down enough since we stopped to, uh, to be able to register in my mind that I don't need to keep eating even though something is great tasting. But you still, you haven't gained any weight coming back you've lost weight i got a little little belly belly no no you don't no I, no i got a jelly bean do not be deceived i got a jelly bean he does not okay okay let's compare a jelly bean compared to a beer can i'm not saying anything right here you're if you're a jelly bean there you go okay you're not a beer can not yet you, no y'all working it works out working at a brewery where you get all your drinks for free Dangerous. That is a point. Yeah. Well, I think that's all I have to say. What about you physically coming back? Well, I already talked about that. I mean, a I little bit. Weight. You gained a little bit of weight, but physically you haven't A little been... bit. I gained a lot of weight. I, I wouldn't say a lot. <sighs> I feel like But I you haven't been able to go and hike and run as much as you want, partly because of the snow. Yeah. And before yeah. I ever met you, you were a hardcore ultra runner. Yeah. Yeah. Snow is very limiting. Mm -hmm. Like you, you run the roads then if you're in an ultra run. And, and then you, you bust your ass like I did because I didn't wear spikes on the roads. Yeah, like you. Yeah. 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 Um, I think getting into cross-country skiing this winter would be really helpful. I think that learning what your body can handle and then problem solving is important. So yeah. I think 
You can't necessarily ultra run in this type of environment that we're in because we're so close to the mountains. We literally live at 8,500 feet. Uh -huh. And if you hit 9,000, you're in snow. So we we hit snow very fast in our world. Um, so I, and, and that's our choice. We wanted to live in the mountains. Um, but I think cross country skiing would be a good workout for us yeah. to continue to stay active and still do ultra running mm -hmm. and still be in that environment. Yeah. When we were in the East coast. It was so fucking easy. We were talking about this just the other day. Cause we went back to the East coast, uh, for the weekend to be with Wesley's family. And it's so easy. <laughs> it's we we so felt easy. like Greek gods. Like you can breathe. Your skin is hydrated. Your hair is hydrated. I mean, we could jog and eat like something five miles that might have been harder for us in Georgia is easy now, even not being in shape. Yeah. Because I don't feel like we're in shape comparative to what we used to be. No, no. Yeah. That's why we need a husky. Yeah. <laughs> we need yeah. A, oh, we need a husky. Yeah. Husky would keep us in shape. Yes. We're going to get a husky. Uh, yeah. So I think that coming back our my definition of being in shape is way different than it used to be. Yeah. I mean, hiking 20, 25 miles a day was being in shape a day. Oh man. Five to six days a week. So I, that's been a really hard bender to swallow. We try and go hiking on the weekends and pushing 20 miles right now is but 30. No, I'd say 30. Well, push, fine. pushing 20 hurts. Really? Pushing 25, the legs are aching. 30, I feel we like haven't, it's like, we have, yes. We have not done 30 since we got back. That's not true. We did 30. When? We did 31 um, on the trail with the, the Colorado Trail at the beginning. We did 32 miles. We sure did. Not in a day. We did 20 in a day. We did 30 total. I'm talking about in oh, a day. Oh, you're talking about in a day. Yeah. Oh, okay. Way different. 10 miles. I'm starting to feel it. 10 miles hurts. 20, you're like, <laughs> damn. Yeah. 25, you're like, yeah. my legs hurt so bad, they're yeah. about to explode, and I need to make camp. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's been the hardest thing coming back, is transitioning from, I could do 25 miles like nothing, and then coming back to this and thinking, I'm going to keep that 25 miles going. Yeah. But feeling stuck by the environment, or wherever we're at, to not be able to continue that. Or the fact that you're beholden to a computer or an office for eight hours a day, five days a week. That, and then having to like problem solve and figure it out. That's hard. Yeah. It's really yeah. hard. So I think that there's challenges you come back to that you just never think about. And I think that's where the, the postpartum depression, the height trail depression happens is that you postpartum, just, not postpartum. Sorry. That's pregnancy. Uh, the, the, the post trail, the post depression. trail depression. <laughs> like you pregnant? Are you you didn't tell me something? Not yet. Okay. I didn't buy you a nice bottle of scotch yet. There are there are no little Yeti camps in Not the yet. oven right now. Not yet. Not yet. Not little base camps. Nope. So yeah, that was a very long-winded response to the question, but things we have to look forward to. Um, my Colorado trail hike in July. What, what? That I'll be supporting, and we will actually track that on social media so you yeah. can see it. And uh, also, one of our good friends, uh, Stacy Todd, hosts an ultra race oh, in yeah. Colorado called Devil on the Divide. Uh, we'll be hiking. Or hiking. Hike. We will be hiking. We will be hiking. Be hiking. <laughs> we will be running, walking, hiking that ultra race. And was it September? September. Yeah, early yeah. September. So we're looking forward to that. Thank yeah. you, Stacy. 
And uh, we'll put a link to that ultra yeah. race in the show notes. So if you live close to Colorado or want to come out and do it, I highly, highly recommend it. It's a beautiful hike. Or it, hike. It's a beautiful ultra run. It is. It's in Empire, Colorado, which is yeah. kind of halfway between uh, Breckenridge and Denver. Yeah, it's a 50K. So if you are of the mind to gain some elevation, especially you through hikers who don't think you can do an ultra. You can. You absolutely fucking can. And those who are finishing any trail by September, you should come and do this hike and you will breeze by it because it will be fucking stunning. But also you'll actually be so in shape. You'll, you'll love it. It'll be enjoyable. Yeah. Even though it's hard. I mean, you're climbing a lot of elevation. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll get at least one other ultra race in this year if yeah. we're lucky. Yes, 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 yes. And who knows about uh, other hikes in the future? I guess we'll see. We'll see. Stay yep. tuned. Stay tuned for more. Right there on the shore of fate. Here comes Leslie's uh, serenading. I'm done. All right, well, welcoming. Let's welcome our guest. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> Uh, today we have two very special guests on our episode. Uh, this is going to be, would you like to introduce <gasps> them? Yes. Two of, actually, man, where do I even get started? Uh, non-hikers. Non-hikers. Do-do, uh, Well, hey. not that they're not non-hikers. They weren't on the trail <laughs> with us. However, <laughs> I was. Hikers. Oh, wait, that's right. Amber, well, perfect. we can get into that later. Anyway, yeah. not non <laughs> That's a wrong way of saying that. They were our support <laughs> team uh-huh. on the other side. And so if you ever were curious, like, wow, how did they post all of these things? Or how did they get that? Or how did they send that off? Well, these are the two people that made our world go around. It's true, <laughs> so it's this, true. So this is Amber, Grace G, which is my sister. Sister! And one, of my, one of my best friends. And Mich- Mish is what I call her, Michelle Nagel. She is Hi. also one of my dear friends um, who sure. I've known for, gosh, how long have we known her? Eight years? Something, yeah, like a long time. I know, I know, it's gone fast. Um, but yeah, so Amber was our. Well, actually, I'll let you guys say who you are and what you did with us. Um, you can rock paper cool. scissors it if you want, but <laughs> I can go first since you said me first. That sounds there cool. it is. Cool. I'm Amber. I'm Marie Seaster. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I started out. Okay, so I was a package person. And my husband also became the package person. So I was the person that um, before the trail started, Marie and Wesley, or base camp and Yeti Legs, sent me like nine, I think it was nine or 10 boxes, giant boxes. So we literally went to UPS and like, just the guy literally at the front of the store was like, I was like, hey, I have this huge shipment. He was like, oh yeah, I know you. And like, and he was like, come around the back. So we literally pulled our car car up behind the back of UPS, which I, you know, so we saw the, the how the sausage was made back there. <laughs> so, um, and yeah, like got a cart and like hauled all of these super heavy boxes in the back of my car. And yeah. And then Marie sent me the, the master schedule and, um, yeah, I was the person that would mail them boxes that sad to hear after the fact ended up mostly being useless. 
<laughs> but that's okay. Well, no, it sucks for y'all. And um, yeah, and then I also um, kind of, you know, when any time they like needed like, oh my gosh, Wesley, like his the, the sole of his shoe, like, you know, blew out or something like that. Or like, I need some kind of medication or like random stuff like that would always come up um, or, or, you know, somewhat regularly would come up because life happens and you need stuff. And so, yeah, we would like overnight things sometimes to y'all and um and then I started out being the social media person, but that didn't go well because I'm not great at social media. I for sure was like, oh yeah, I can do this for y'all. This would be so fun. And then after the first post, I was like, yeah, I don't, I'm not good at this. And then <laughs> Mish. Segway. 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 Very well there you done. go. Well done. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I'm Michelle or AKA Mish that I adopted that nickname from Marie. I was going to say MJ, but I don't know if people know you as MJ on this thing. Only film, um, I guess. Yeah, but not on here, I guess. Okay, Marie or Basecamp and <laughs> Wesley have adopted the calling me Mish. Um, Misha Leash. Misha Leash. He calls yeah. you Misha Leash. I love it. I love it. Uh, so... I kind of jumped on things a little bit later. Maybe I was like FOMO with the the whole journey you were on. And I was like, um, can't, I would love to help with social media. So I kind of, with permission, asked Amber, like, hey, can I, can I help? Can I be a part of that? And she was like, oh, my gosh, heck yes. So I kind of helped out with social media, posting things, sharing videos sometimes. I don't know what to call you. I'm like, uh, base camp and Yeti legs, base camp and Yeti would send me things once they got Wi-Fi and like post stories. And we would kind of talk back and forth on the trail and just say, here's what we're thinking, or let's do a Q and a with everybody, or let's do some reels. Um, kind of helped man that whole giant ship, uh, <laughs> which was a lot of fun for me. And then every once in a while, same sort of thing like hey can you contact this company like i need new socks or like hey our tent broke and we oh, need to cluster. remember that we need to let the company know so you know sometimes i would reach out through social media which you know can get people's attention like hey our tent fell apart so, hey, and so, you know, the company will reach back out and be like, all right, let's get you a new tent. So mm -hmm. kind of helped on that side of things. Um, sometimes contacting different post offices and but anyways, mostly social media, which was super fun for me because it was almost like I was on the PCT, but minus the blisters and <laughs> stinkiness and, you know, all the like gnarly stuff. But I yeah. know. Kind of yeah. there too, but yeah, in a nutshell. I, I think it needs to be said that trail angels aren't just people that help you out while you're like physically on the trail and you physically see them. Like yeah. you two were kind of our rock steady trail angels. You were. And when Ish really hit the fan or we needed our food boxes, I mean, oh you were just always there. So you were our you were our rock steady trail angels or TAs. Yay. TAs. And I will say too, like I feel like. Uh, for people who are thinking about doing a trail or thinking about doing a through hike, I think having a support team on the outside is so helpful. 
and, and really setting that in place because I mean, we had set, you know, Amber in place like way before. And I'd asked you what, six months before, can you even help us with this? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then Mish, you came in cause you're like looking at something going, oh my gosh, it'd be so great if they could do this or have this. And, yeah. um, and then I know you and Amber started talking about that mm-hmm. yeah. and it was nice cause Amber, so Amber was for those of you who probably wouldn't know this, but Amber lives in California in NorCal. Mm-hmm. And so she was able to really, that was the biggest reason we wanted her to be our person to ship stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because our boxes alone, 10 boxes total. So like nine resupply boxes and a box of just gear that we might need yeah. was over $700. Wow. And that was just from Colorado to California. So wow. it was, it was, it was much easier shipping from NorCal to us along the trail than say yeah. have some, having someone in Georgia ship yeah. to us. Yeah. So that, that helped out. Definitely. You mean for shipping or just total everything? For everything. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. After we bought all our supplies and everything. Yeah, it's probably about seven, even maybe eight. Yeah. Yeah. Is that including too when I would send them and then y'all would reimburse me? No. Because I'm sure that was way more with all that too. Because some oh of those boxes gosh. were like heavy. They were heavy and were like seventy dollars one just somewhere on the west coast, like just for me yeah. to y'all. So yeah. And this is why I keep saying to people on the PCT, like, hey, you may not need a resupply box. Like people think they're saving money by doing the shipping process or like sending themselves a box. And I don't think they're really saving that much more when you think about it at the end. And then also it saves on like the stress that you had to go through, Amber, which I'd like, I want you to be as honest and authentic as possible about your process and Mish, like what you guys went through with us on your side <laughs> and and how did you feel as we were on this journey and watching it like you're we're in a, a hunger game kind of thing like what's going to happen are they going to stay yeah. on trail um, yeah so yeah yeah I, I guess amber i'd like to start with you so okay, yeah. we, we try and text you a couple of days before we'll arrive at a place that you're supposed to ship it mm-hmm. i mean what was the learning curve there because you have to ship it a very specific way um you had to figure out the exact location to ship it to and you have to take time out of your normal day-to-day to to do that was it stressful or what were you experiencing with that yeah it was interesting it was like by the end of the trail i like i feel like i finally figured out a system that worked for me to make sure the boxes like got to y'all and stuff like that um it was so funny um yeah yeah, we literally in the room I'm in right now, we had them all stacked up under the window to my left. <laughs> and it was so funny too, because you know, like like I mentioned earlier, things would come up and and Marie would text me and be like, hey, um, Wesley needs this thing that was in the 10th box. And so I would have to like dig through and like find the thing. And it was so <laughs> funny because there was time periods or y'all would be like, hey, there's this other thing in like box number four and it would be great if we could have it like in two. And so I'd be like, okay, so I dig through. And so it was just so funny. Like I figured out like how to organize them in such a way. <laughs> but yeah, there was just like hiking gear just stacked up over here, which was super funny. And it was also great because we have this space. And so it was fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then if I'm remembering correctly, so... What's interesting about the trail is like, I mean, Marie's such a, an awesome producer because of what she does, you know, she did like the master schedule and like planned out all the miles and everything. 
Um, and no, you're good. Do I need to turn myself down too? I don't even know if that's I think possible. You're good. Cool. Um, yeah. So basically like the master schedule kind of gave me like a ballpark of like when y'all would be at certain places, which was great. And um, I, I definitely think anyone, I've told Marie this between the two of us, like anyone who's wanting to do this trail, like if Marie ever wanted to send her resources, like the amount of data and like scheduling and like stops along the way that like have certain things, like Marie did so much research before and that was super helpful. But then she also was like, hey, like we're literally hiking a trail and you never know what could happen which so I was like okay cool like that's that's I, I get that but you don't get it until you're doing it so yeah. then it was like I think the very first time y'all needed a shipment I'd have to ask Ryan I feel like I was traveling like I remember being at an airport and you had like on the um what is it what was it called the Garmin, the Garmin you had messaged me and I was like shit like I'm like in the airport and so I like call Ryan and I don't even remember what he was doing I was like Ryan like Marie and Wesley like need this specific thing. And I don't remember what it was. I was like, can you like overnight it to them? And then he was like, what? The UPS store is going to close in like an hour or like in a little bit. And like, I'm in the middle of doing so. So it was just funny. There was just like, I mean, uh, like, and Ryan was like, I wasn't expecting this. I was like, I'm sorry. I wasn't either. But like, Marie and Wesley need it. Like, <laughs> so that was funny. Um, it was, those types of things happened every so often where it was like, yeah, like, you know, I just like ran errands and I just got home and like, I'm tired from the day. And then I'd get a message and be like, hey, can we get this thing? And then like, yeah, like the UPS is closing in like 30 minutes. Like I gotta do this now, crap, I don't wanna leave the house. So that was funny. I remember struggling a lot with like feeling guilty and being like, am I just whining? Like, I don't want them to feel guilty because like they do need me. So <laughs> funny relationship dynamics that came up for me there um that that Marie and I have talked about but like um but yeah no it's just like but then eventually it was like yeah no this is fine this is just like we're just gonna do this because they need this thing and um mm -hmm. yeah and I eventually this is funny I I eventually learned to leave a tote bag in my car that had like like brown like paper that I with a sharpie and scissors and tape uh, <laughs> i literally really? left it in my car there reached a point where wow. i was like i know at any time i could need this and then when a box does come up this is already going to be here everything i need is going to be here and so i literally would like get the box put it in my car and i'm like okay everything i need at the ups is going to be there so i would like look up the. i had this whole i again i made this whole system for myself where i was like okay now i'm gonna like tape it on like when i get to the post office so that i can just like in my car and then walk it into the post office it was so funny so yeah it, after y'all were done with the trail i was like oh i guess i could take this bag back in the house of like tape and scissors and a sharpie and paper <laughs> i had no idea you did that Amber. <laughs> yeah but um so yeah i mean that i'm trying to think if there's any other details for the if people decide to mail packages that what yeah. the person on this end would need to do i'm trying to think if there's anything else other stuff might come up, but yeah, I mean, it was crazy to start listening to y'all's podcast and be like, oh my gosh, like that, that's just, that's just wild that like, that would be so lovely for other people that want to do it, that y'all are kind of preaching the truth of like, <laughs> mm -hmm. if you don't have dietary restrictions, like save yourself just like all of this effort that like you could put towards something else for the trail and money. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. 
So. Save yourself and yeah. your and your family, your friends. Who's got to ship it to you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like oh, you were very organized. <clears throat> it sounds like Marie, like you were very organized. I didn't know, like the the way you kept track of what was in every box. So then you'd be like, Amber, I need what's in box four. Was oh, that Wesley? Is that a Wesley? Well, it thing? was it was actually Wesley's idea to keep track of everything. That's amazing. Box. And he was yeah. the one who wrote it down um in each box so that we knew that's a smart yeah. thing to do yeah, yeah i think that's that's amazing because then you're like i know what's in what and i need this and i need you to send it so then amber could find it and then ship it and then yeah i, I mean once you take the box up it's a freaking grab bag i don't know what the yeah. hell that thing yeah yeah <laughs> totally. that's what i would think that would be yeah. me so like if i ever <laughs> decide to do <laughs> um a, you never know you never know you never but know. i I'll be yeah. like, Marie, Wesley, can you organize <laughs> my life? And you know what I mean? I feel like you have the playbook now for like how you should plan, what you should pack, how many, you know what I mean? I feel like you could, you know, write a book about it. Seriously, or like 100%. a playbook, like instructions, like here is what you need to be successful. As far as even beforehand, like have your boxes, this is what you want in it. Here's what you don't need. Here's what you, you know, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I will say, 100%. I think if, if you're in dietary restriction world, this is absolutely what you have to do. You can't, I mean, on the trail, you're only in a limited amount of stores where you can get whatever you want. It's mostly going to be ramen beef jerky, yeah. muffins. Yeah. And... Were you guys dietary restriction world? No. no okay i didn't think you were okay okay no. that's what i'm saying that's why i was like man only because we had read things from other people yeah. who had said this is where you have to resupply like send yourself a box you know, it was just so like 150 percent. you need a box sent wow. here so i was like all right well then we will have a box sent here nice yeah <laughs> yeah well, i think too i'm oh, sorry what'd you say mish I was like the fact that you researched it and like knew. I don't know that I would go into it that smart, hopefully. But the fact that you're like, yep, I already researched and here are the places you need to respond. Yeah. It's Listen. a lot. Well, I was glad that she did that because if she yeah. hadn't, I would be starving on a road with my thumb <laughs> out hoping to get into town. He would. He'd totally be like yeah. on the seat of his pants. Like, all right. Uh, like he's a day-to-day -day, like, okay, what's yeah. next on the on the today? Like, yeah. where am I? Oh, I'm really close to town today. Maybe I should yeah. go into town today. And then he'll probably plan out like, well, I'll probably be out there for about three or four days. And then like, but I feel like no, you'd probably look and see, well, how many miles do I have left until this place? But yeah. Yeah. At some point. <laughs> yeah. But Wesley, you would be more of the like everyday details oriented whereas marie is more of the like zoomed out perspective is that what you're kind of saying uh i think the opposite opposite Ooh, good question that's actually a good question because that's what i'm hearing is is yeah that, how y'all balance each other out in that which is yeah. really cool so i was more experience oriented um take things a little bit slower yeah uh, try and get what we can from towns because I mean, some of the towns have specialty spots like a malt shop or this really Ooh. famous bakery in Stahican. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I probably would have resupplied more in towns um, and sent less boxes because I wouldn't have done the research on what towns had what, honestly. That's true. Yeah, you would have just 
figured or you would have hitched 45 minutes away and, and i very well could have been sitting there eating ramen and m&ms for two weeks he would on, have. At a time but you know we didn't do that because we had we had all these goodies in our boxes we did have yeah. a lot of goodies i will say that that was something is that was the other thing about boxes was we had this like weird dichotomy of like oh, we don't actually need to send ourselves a box here is what we started realizing. But we had dehydrated meals in those boxes that we had treated ourselves to. We had little treats in those mm. boxes that oh, we nice. couldn't get anywhere. And that was the other good thing about mm -hmm. it. Um, right. that I the best thing about those boxes were your letters <gasps> that you put in the Mamber. Oh, yeah. yeah. Aww, you did? Yeah. I did. I, I think the last, like, two, I forgot. Which I was so upset about later because I was like, ah, they're ending. And then I forgot and like something happened. But yeah, no, that was fun to add a little like yeah. extra thing. And then I when I found out, Wesley, when you were like, thank you so much. It's nice to have some kind of like interaction with the outside world. I was like, oh, okay. Then I tried to be more intentional about it. Yeah, I was like, someone's <laughs> thinking about us. It was so <laughs> sweet. It was almost like, you know, when you go to camp and somebody sends you letters. Yeah. And you like feel so special yes. because you're getting yeah. letters. That's kind of how it felt. But you know, it was great is Wesley was the one. So you didn't send it. Amber, you did send us one on our last box. You did. I did. And okay. you remember, and you mailed yes. one to Sky Comish, but remember we didn't go to Sky Comish, so we didn't get it. But it was the third, it was the one before box. that. I think it was Tahikin, mm -hmm. is we opened the box and Wesley's looking, looking, looking. He goes, Where's the letter? Oh, <laughs> expectation i went all the way to the bottom i checked underneath the box like sleeve <laughs> they were like it must I have feel fell so out sad now even still no yeah. no 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 they were great okay. it was but it was just wonderful because wesley was like where's the letter <laughs> that's sweet. you did that's send us idea. though you that's sent us idea. a letter on the last box before well no i guess maybe that was Seahikin then i'm trying to think there was a box way before Seahikin must have been the last box mm. So you did send a letter in Sahican because that was the last box. I think it was like it was before Skykomish. Snoqualmie. Yeah, I think that was in it. and out of the mystery box. Yeah. Yeah, Sahican was the last box. Which I will say though, thank God we had a box sent to Snoqualmie because everybody was sick and we didn't want to go into the store oh. and buy food because everybody was sick with the norovirus. So if like Thanks. having the box got us in and out. Yeah. Have not yes. having. Like, touch anything you just score yeah totally you just never know what could happen on the trails uh-huh i got one i did think of no go ahead oh. no i did think of two other random details that might be helpful to people if they're doing boxes is like marie mentioned it the communication piece like you always because you never know exactly if it would line up with a schedule you made you always like confirmed like we made a policy like we but before y'all started we made a policy mm -hmm. of like you know like i'll tell you this many days and then i'll let you know like please send it out by this day and so mm -hmm. it, there was like five days in advance or three days in advance like it's looking like or it's looking like oh weather's coming in mm -hmm. so like we think we might get to the We're place we up in three days <laughs> but it might end up being five days so like yeah so that was something that was that was kind of a problem solving thing and then another thing would be you would get there and the box wouldn't be there oh. or it didn't get there in time and so there were a few times i had to call post offices and be like hey mm. what's going on or like when it gets there can you forward it to this other post office so there was like little mm -hmm. i remember crater lake was one that i had to call 
for sure. But yeah, those are other random details that what um what exactly did you put on the shipping labels just so other people know what to expect and what needs to go mm, on it good question that is a good question because i actually like talking to the ups people when i would ship them some of them would be like when i put in this address it says that things can't be meld here so sometimes it was like oh shit, i might be rolling a dice right now with this really expensive package i feel like i have it in my notes um somewhere it all, I feel like y'all told me ahead of time what to put. And I feel like there might've been one or two variations that were slight depending on the UPS store. But in general, I remember it was like, um, it was like the address of the place, like the name, if it was like, a, sometimes it was like a market or like a grocery store, or yeah. like the name of the city. And then it was like attention in all capitals. ATTN colon and then like PCT hikers and then Marie and Wesley Black and like I always tried to make that big I think <laughs> did you put general delivery on this and general delivery yes. that was the important part yeah huh. yes which y'all had told me about ahead of time for sure yeah yeah so for those who don't know USPS will not expect your or not expect not accept your package um if you don't put general delivery no kidding. Yeah. Well, did you guys research? I'm curious. Did you research all of the plate? Like, did you have to contact and be like, hey, can we ship these big boxes of stuff to you? I, like, you know what I mean? Like, how did you know who she could ship to or who would take it or what general store was, you know what I mean? That's a great question. I mean, they, so they actually are our, our far out app, our hiking app actually has in the towns which ones are post office deliveries and which ones are like ups deliveries or fedex deliveries. They make it, they're actually very helpful right in that school so they help you guide on which one to send it to so i had like it's called What's far out it's a hiking app awesome yeah mm -hmm. and and they i mean that see that's how much i dissected the trail i literally clicked on every single town in that yeah. app to see well it looks like we're going to be in this town and it looks like they don't have food. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. we should get a box sent there. Um, and in general, it's like a lot of these places do get packages for PCT hikers. So it's like, that's, they're kind sure. of like assuming that these are going to be coming in. Um, yes. Yeah. 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 They know. I mean, they're, they're so used to this every year. So they, they're pretty, pretty helpful with the hikers. Yeah. For sure. Um, there are some locations that don't accept general delivery packages though. Yeah. And hmm. I mean, those were not listed on the app and I wish that we had known to call a certain post office and ask about this, but like in Redding, California, um, we had a package sent general delivery to like the downtown post office versus like the suburban post office and the downtown doesn't accept general delivery. So they just uh, send their package right back. I know. Cool. Yeah. We, we cool, didn't cool. know that we were supposed to ask because I just expected every post office to accept it. But That's true. Sure. Yeah. Um, but then I was, I want to popcorn between you guys. And yeah. so Mish, I'd love to hear then social media side. And then I'd love to go back and hear like, what was your experience on watching us go through this for both of y'all? So think of that. But uh, Mish, what, um, what was it like doing the social media aspect for us and all the logistics mm -hmm. that we 
created with you because you created social media profiles for us you filled in sure. all the meat we didn't even have a tiktok before you <laughs> well now we're hip so yep. <laughs> no it was really fun because you know again i came in a little bit later so i guess in hindsight next time or whatever it would have been super if anybody's like i want to go do the pct or do one of those i would recommend getting a social media person even if it's just a friend or whatever or somebody that's like active on social media and kind of loves it and would love to do that because maybe if you think like oh we'll just do it when we get to wi-fi just from being along the way with you guys you're freaking exhausted when you get wi-fi yeah. if you get wi-fi it's like the slowest wi-fi ever um <laughs> so true so I just think, I feel like it would be helpful to have somebody on the outside, you know, that can do that for you. So you don't even have to think about it as much. But it was super fun. Um, and we were kind of running gun with it. Like, what should we post? What Because we, we were figuring it out as, as we were going, which, which was also fun. But, like, I really enjoyed just seeing what we could do to engage people. And, like, I mean, you had some magical stuff and photos and videos um that were just fun to like work with and look at and post uh you know and we were trying to figure out youtube and now wesley and marie are like ninjas with it like posting all the time on all the like wesley is like, wesley over here i can't like you're all and i feel like oh now you're sitting out in your home and you're like at wi-fi you're like okay like these are the things let me like try stuff and do stuff so yeah like going into it Next time with a game plan of like, okay, what what do we want to do? Or what do we want to post? Or like, what kind of things do we want people to see? Which I think we like figured out some good stuff. But like, I really enjoyed it and and would do it again. I mean, it was, yeah. it, it was a lot of fun to, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun posting stories, posting reels. Um, sometimes it was hard to, like sometimes I would post things and then text you guys and say, okay, like put in location or put, you know, because I don't know where you are or like, or you like edit it and say a little more specific about it because I don't, you know, I don't know where you are. I don't know actually what's happening. So we kind of work together hand in hand to, to make it work and, yeah. and make it, you know, yeah. But it was a lot of fun. TikTok figuring that out. Um, YouTube, you've really like run with that now that you've been back and like gotten that moving. But yeah, I recommend all of it. And I love the idea of, people having like a link tree if people are familiar with that it just is like a place that kind of houses a bunch of different websites so no i don't think you need a website per se but like a lot of people use link tree so then you click on your personal link tree and it'll link to like youtube tiktok charities all kinds of things you can house it on that or like blog posts that sort of thing um i think that's super helpful mm. Yeah, so it's been a lot of fun, and I enjoy doing it again because it felt like I was on the hike, minus yeah. the hike. <laughs> I, I think one thing we've learned is that it doesn't matter what you fill in for all the typing underneath the pictures because no one's going to read it. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Like, yeah. some people do, I, like, you know, mom, Some people dad, do, but the majority don't. I can't tell yeah. you how many people have asked us on our different channels, like, oh, where are you right now? Oh, are you in the Sierras right now? And like, we're like, read the comments, y'all. The, the first line of every post is always dated every single yeah. time. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. like, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, no, I know. That's, yeah, and that's, 
people are like looking at the pictures or you know watching the first five seconds of the video yeah. and either engaging or not but but yeah right. so you can put a lot of i mean i love i think wesley you wrote a lot of like the blog posts and stuff and i love the storytelling that you did so obviously i wouldn't say like oh yeah. don't don't stop doing that but like i get you that like Yes, maybe you don't have to spend so much time curating. A, like, if it's hard for somebody to write yeah. all the words, like, don't let it deter you. Like, oh, I can't do a social media because I don't, I can't write these beautiful pictures. Like, don't worry about it. People look at the, like, picture or the video or put it to music, you know, that's yeah. what I think. I, I think I do it more for myself because um, yeah. it's kind of like an unpacking process for me and memory is fleeting. Yeah. So while I can yeah. still remember what happened, I want to just, like, spit it all out. Yeah, it's literally like your diary. Dear diary. Yeah, dear diary. <laughs> Which is a great <laughs> For the memory to, to have. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So so I love it. I love all your words. But yeah, some people are just pretty quick. <laughs> I have one other question. What was the evolution of the process? Because I know we started with Instagram and Facebook is just the spillover where everything auto-populates from Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. But then we had like, what, TikTok and YouTube mixed yeah. in and you started a link tree. What was yeah. like the evolution of that? I mean, kind of trying to figure out what works. I know exactly what you said. We started out with Instagram, which I think is still a good place to be. Yeah. Um, and then depending on what type of content, I thought, you know, TikTok would be good. Obviously, that's going to be shorter videos. People kind of curate that, too. So depending on what you want to post, that can be something that's you know you think about more down the road but i think we kind of landed on like daily updates um and i feel like instagram tiktok are pretty good youtube that could be hit or miss but i feel like they started doing shorts so it just kind mm -hmm. of involves and like you said facebook is facebook yeah facebook is a little <laughs> bit more for the our family the, at this point our family yes that's a good for the family which is good yeah. so yes i think i don't think people need to do a you know, a group or a page or a whatever. I think it, just having it auto populate, but I don't know. It was just fun. And it felt like, it felt like a link tree was really important. It was. Um, helpful. Just, yeah. Just cause you guys had so many different things, you know what I mean? You had like yeah. your charities, you had blog posts. And it was like, where do you house all that? If you don't have a website and then a lot of those things can cost money. Oh, I need a website. Well, I have to pay for that. And I need a place to house the website and that costs money. So it was like, how can we do this without, you know, spending all this money? So like Linktree is free, like it'll house all your links. So that made sense to do. And then I think, I think we landed on TikTok and YouTube and we're like, yeah, that feels like all the things I know we talked yeah. about maybe in the future doing a Patreon, Patreon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that's in the works. We'll, we'll get that up at some point. Patreon. <laughs> However you say it. I'm so a Patronus. Old. Patronus. <laughs> um, but that would, I think that could be a cool thing to, you know, if this is something you guys are going to continue to do, mm -hmm. Patreon would yeah. be a cool thing to do. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it kind of was like a run and gun process of like, yo, let's do Instagram. Oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. You guys you probably have a TikTok. So it wasn't like. This super organized, thought out process from my point of view. But I was like, yeah, let's just do it. Why not? You guys should do it. Like you're on this journey. Let's have a TikTok. And then like, you know, you were thinking about YouTube. Like, yeah, let's do it. So it's just kind of been those three main sites. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought of a fun little detail that y'all might, since you had asked Wesley about like how it evolved social media wise, yeah. that's kind mm -hmm. of how the transition happened from me to you, Michelle, was 
I don't remember. I don't remember exactly the very beginnings of how you got involved, Michelle, but I remember we became in contact. Yeah. And then you were very sweet. You were like, I don't want to step on any toes. Like, I don't want to tell you how to live your life or how to do this, <laughs> but like some things that might be helpful because I have experience yeah. with social media. And one of them you said was like a link tree and like those things. And, and we started sending these audio messages back and forth. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it, the conversation evolved into, I was yeah. like, honestly, you sound like you're great at this and you're not stepping on any toes at all. And I'm actually not enjoying this at all. And it was this great little natural. It was great because I was a contract worker for Facebook at the time. So I was kind of like, yeah. Marie, Wesley, you have this pool of people. And like, yeah. I learned about how to use hashtags and you can get all of these followers. Like that's like all the knowledge I knew was like, you could yeah. actually like make a thing out of this and it's yeah. become what it is right now, which is super cool. And then when Mish got involved, it was like, oh, cool. I was like able to put the, you know, like at least incur, I don't know, like give my idea of like, hey, yeah, yeah. actually like I go know where, into this. I know where Mish came into this though. Mm. In the beginning was Michelle. Oh, whoa, whoa. I was like, we're getting hit by that. Way back. <laughs> Michelle's like, whoa. <laughs> no, it's funny you say that because uh, I remember uh, in this whole evolution of the social media thing, uh, Wesley was like, what if we did a social media mm. thing mm -hmm. when we first, before we ever started? And then I yeah. was kind of like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's going to take away from the trail. I don't want us to do it. And then yeah. you came in, no. Amber, and you were like, hey, I'll do it. So we had set up a Dropbox, which I want yeah. to mm -hmm. talk about. Um, but, mm -hmm. you know, we were like, okay, well, how do we create a system before we start the trail? So yeah. that Amber can get footage um, of our stuff and start putting it together and we'll label it day one, day two, day three, day four. Um, and so we yeah. already did that before we started the trail, but then I know Amber, you, you were like, this isn't working. It was like post number one. I was like, number one, I felt like, I feel like I'm talking for them and I don't like that. Like, I yeah. don't know yeah. what they want said. So that was awkward right. for me. And then I was like, I'm never going to think about doing this. Like, I'm going to forget. And then it's going to, days are going to go by. And then this just isn't going to work. I think the first so. post you made was something about ASMR. And I didn't even know what that was. was like, That's exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was so funny, too. What's ASMR? And I was like, yeah. I don't know. Well. <laughs> But but the Dropbox. Don't Google is... it too much. You'll find some weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you will. But the Dropbox was clutch because we we couldn't just yeah. text all this stuff to you. So whenever we would get to a town, we would just like dump 500 pictures and videos in the Dropbox for several days, mm -hmm. let it sit there, mm -hmm. and a couple hours later, it'd be uploaded. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was really helpful. The Dropbox was super organized, um, and then I would kind of create i think you did this too wesley we talked about that where i would create the same kind of folders on my iphone yeah obviously so you can you know like edit within within your phone and you know use certain apps um but yeah the dropbox was super you guys had a super organized dropbox and that was like super helpful super helpful. again wesley yeah i'm telling you this is what's funny I, do, I i don't know yet we can't define whether who's not like more organized or not from who he's very organized when it comes to certain things he wants like he's like yeah. organized about i i am not organized about the photos and videos at all 
<laughs> she I have still to... don't even have them all uploaded. She doesn't even have a single folder in her phone for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But I'll dissect that trail till it's gone. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and one thing I would recommend for people and maybe I don't know. I we learned it as we went, but we did. It'd be cool to do where remember I always wanted you guys to do like a daily recap. But if we had started right out of the gate, then we could have been like, okay, at the end of day one, I just want you to like recap the day really fast or day two. Or if you clump days together, day 40 to 45, just clump them together. Because sometimes, you know, I came in a little bit later. So then I'm like, recap day 30, which was like 20 days ago. So you're like, gosh, what did we do? But that worked out. But I think that's super helpful. One for your own personal, like diary like the day you're recording it but that's good to have for putting over videos that are just pictures or that you know you don't want the audio from the video that's kind of a cool thing to have so you can put over like a tiktok video or whatever Mm -hmm. so like that was super fun as well i will say this i don't know if either one of you know but we had several arguments on the trail about social media and how in particular how she didn't want to do videos because she just didn't feel like doing social media. She felt like it was like consuming yeah. time and sure. you can explain I, your process, but okay. no, it's true. But, but that's we why did. there are huge gaps because we just no. report things. I would be like, Oh my gosh. I'd be like, I am over this day. Yeah. I don't want anyone to see my shitty ass day. Yeah. Today. <laughs> but, but it was funny because I, I would do like a daily video, like five, six, seven days in a row. And she would ask me why I'm not including her or letting her do them. And then I would say, okay, well, here, you can do some. And she wouldn't do them. <laughs> I love it's, that. It's, it's no, a weird dichotomy. We have to learn the balance yeah. of being in relationships. a marriage relationship and also having a joint yeah. account. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In this current moment, Wesley has yeah. taken over everything. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I'm a participant. <laughs> I think that's the most, for me, the most fascinating part of the whole thing is that you guys are not newly, but semi newly married. And you're like, let's go on this insane (laughs) journey together, together. And then you had to like figure out how to do it together. Or like, I remember how Wesley was like, I let Marie go ahead of me because what, who walks? I let, I let her hike ahead slower. because she hikes slower. I hike yeah, way hike slower. Yeah, so, like, I love that you had to, like, figure that out. Like, oh, you go ahead of me. The and then you guys had to figure out, like, oh, we're not talking the whole time. Or, like, oh, we listen to music. So I mean, because it's a shit ton of hiking. You know what I mean? And you're hot and you're sweaty and you're up and you're down. Like, so just to figure out, like, are you, you guys good? Like, how's your, how's your marriage? But, like, it seems like it was, <laughs> it was good and strengthening i don't know but that's the most fascinating because i don't know a ton of i mean maybe a ton of people go and they're married and they do it i don't know but it felt like it was like this yeah it feels like a unique thing that like we're married let's go do it so it was was that's that's a really good observation because i mean (laughs) right adding the social media aspect to it created a whole nother conversation Mm -hmm. yeah we'd have we'd had to have Mm -hmm. so many different conversations on the trail and i was more inclined i didn't want the world to see my mess and my shit and Mm -hmm. and wesley was like i just really think this is a good idea for us if like if we want to you know bring people into this space and show people it's possible and you can do this and 
And so, and I look back now and I will say, I wish I had gotten those shitty ass days on camera. Because yeah. Yeah. People, I, people want to see the hard. That's, that's good. Yeah. I was just going to say that I would have, I, man, I mean, not that I don't want people to see my shitty stuff, but like you get like, that's the stories you want to hear of like, how hard yeah. was it? And you made it or like, you know what I mean? You don't want everybody to be like, it was probably so easy. It was let. So like seeing the gnarly is like, it's so real. And then it also makes you go like, oh, like they're super normal people. And mm -hmm. maybe I could do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. because I hear that's very vulnerable too. So yeah. like I get it where you're like, I don't, totally. I'm like crying and pissed and I don't, don't videotape me. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm about to throw something off this damn yeah. cliff because yeah. I'm so fucking pissed right now. But I, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, when you're pitching a toddler fit, like the first thing that crosses your mind is, oh, let me record this. <laughs> right. you know? or, or if your spouse is like, oh, or, yeah. great footage, let me record you. Oh <laughs> my like, gosh, you're like, like yeah, I'll be, sleeping, I'll be sleeping in the vestibule for a week if I record this. <laughs> I won't even get the fit. You'll be cowboy camping. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, oh, that's that. funny. Like, are you recording me right now? <laughs> that's hilarious. But, but but yeah, it's it's really interesting to see like what we did and didn't do, like as far as photos and videos go, because I mean the Dropbox still is not full. It's only uploaded up to like day ninety. Sorry. Because when we got oh, when we got into late NorCal in Oregon, yeah. I just yeah. dropped it. We both. Yep. Did, yeah. I, I couldn't keep doing it. I, yeah. I, feel, I feel bad about asking you to always do stuff, Mish, because actually Ever. both of you. Yeah, both of you. Because yeah. this is a question I want to ask you. It's a very one-sided, like, give and take relationship. Because you sure. both gave to us, but we didn't so give you much. anything back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a good point. I mean, though. honestly, yeah. we, we didn't. So it feels very selfish. So at some point, we just had to stop asking. So at any point during those processes, did you feel like, wow, they, uh, they're just taking, 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 they're, they're taking, 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 which they're, is okay. they're balls deep and in, in hiking right now. So I don't, I mean, I won't speak for Amber, but I probably know exactly what she's going to say, but, um, no, because you guys were super graceful about it too. You would always be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. If you don't have time. Do you have any time? If you don't have time, I'm like, no, no, I can't. And then I was honest with you. Like I can't tonight, maybe tomorrow. And then sometimes tomorrow I'd be like, so sorry, I can get it. You know what I mean? And you guys weren't like, what the hell? You were like, cool, cool, cool. It's all good. So I think, you know, both having like grace for each other, you guys were super flexible. And then you always were like, so sorry, Mish. Like, we know you have a life. I'm like, no, no, but I want to. And like, you're asking and then you're not forcing. And so, <laughs> so it was a good, and I had fun doing it and I couldn't always do it. You know, I, that's, it's not like my day job by any means. So like, yeah, you know, I didn't sit there for hours, and hours but it was super enjoyable. And, and again, you were super <clears throat> chill about it. So that was. That was awesome. If you would have been yeah. more demanding, but that's not you guys. You're not like, do it. You know, so. Why are you doing this for me? Yeah, no, like, I never felt pressured by it, and it, it, it was a, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I you? didn't mind at all. I was never like, oh my gosh, Tim, my husband, like, oh Tim, they're asking me. I would never, ne like, it was never annoying because I was, you know at home on my couch i'm like look at this picture of this waterfall <laughs> 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 and, 
Hannah oh, means Sweet oh, Eden loved the desert. Oh scenes. my gosh. Our daughter, Eden, yeah, oh. she'll, she'll sing it now because Wesley sang that song. Well, and you know, I did in the desert. So I'm playing like the clip over and over because I'm trying to like get it with the track. And so Wesley's just over and in the desert, in the desert, in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So that was my kids' yeah. like favorite. <laughs> favorite song of the season so that is so sweet yeah <laughs> Amber, yeah. before you answer this i do want to give people also context you didn't just send us boxes you also like if we needed if we couldn't if we didn't have service to find a hotel you were looking for a hotel for us if we weren't able like if something was all of a sudden blowing out you were getting it from rei for yeah. us and you were sending it to us on trail or i forgot about the rei dynamic you did yeah. several rei returns you did so many rei returns for us. oh it was so funny you like became friends with the rei people i feel like <laughs> on our behalf and so i just want people to understand that amber didn't just send boxes like she was heavily involved in when something like when the shit hit the fan on trail Amber was our go-to person to be like, nice. can you help us fix this? Because we literally have four more days. We're out here. We can't call anybody. We have no service. We can't right. fix it. And then we're going to be in town for four days trying to fix it. And we don't have time right. to do that. And so you, I feel like you were like, we would Garmin message you a lot. Yeah. And you would be like, yes, I'll go to REI tomorrow morning and I'll like get that for you guys or whatever. So yeah and i want to elaborate on that and then amber i want to hear how you felt about like the one side in this thing but uh one of the other big things that you would do for us amber and and then i'll get to mish too is amber you would look up weather and fire reports for us whenever oh, we got into oh, washington i forgot about that too mm -hmm. you were constantly on the computer monitoring the fires letting us know with updates thank you yeah yeah, you were like, uh, I, I think at this point you need to haul ass or you're going to get cut <laughs> off by a fire. You said that to us yeah. right before we ended. I did. Remember? You did so say I wanna, that. Yeah, I want to talk about that before, like, kind of, I guess, closer to the end, because I do have a really cool question, I feel like, of how did you guys experience us on the trail as yeah. we're going through mm -hmm. it? But, um, but the, yeah. The other thing that you did, uh, Mish, was you would both look up hotel information for us when we were going into a town. <laughs> But also, we had a lot of gear breakdowns, and you would reach yeah. out to the manufacturers for us on Instagram or because we just yeah. do it. Yeah, and so yeah, sometimes you really that's how you get them. It's true. Yeah, how you get them because we just didn't have service. Like we literally, from the Sierras on, yeah, barely had service on the trail, like cell service. Yeah. And so you guys were our outsource of conver like communication to yeah. these gear companies when we were yeah. completely at your disposal. Like we were. Um, yeah. beholden to you guys for stuff because we were just we had nothing we yeah. were just our backpacks and so, i think instagram sometimes can be a sneaky way to get in touch with those companies and then oh, wesley you yeah. guys were really good because they'd be like you know i'd speak as you and then they'd say can you send us pictures so then i you know I'm try so, to send them to you sometimes yeah. i'd speak as you or sometimes i'd be like hey my friends i'm i run their social media and they have they need some new thing and they'd be like okay get them to send pictures like okay well they don't have wi-fi but when they do you know so you gotta have to go back and forth whole but, thing. Yeah. yeah it was a whole thing yeah. uh but, but the big thing beautiful. yeah it was wild and the big thing that you did mish is that whenever our tent blew out in washington um i didn't know you were gonna do we this we didn't know you were gonna do this but, but you posted about it on yeah. uh, instagram and then you and, nemo equipment in it because it was a nemo tent that blew out 
sure did. Not only did after you posted that, not only did Nemo reach out to us and give us a new tent, but we had enough people donate money that we could afford to, to get a tent at that moment. And buy another tent, like get out that. of the trail. Cause we were, we were deep in Washington. Yeah. yeah. We had to like hitchhike two and a half hours to get to Seattle just to get another tent. Like wow. yeah. it was such a process, but like because yeah. of social media and you being able to, cause we couldn't have posted it. We didn't have service. Like we didn't have any, yeah. Yeah. any way to do that. And a lot of people don't have this on trail, I feel like. And this is why yeah. I, we really wanted to bring you guys in is because we want people to know, hey, find point people on the outside mm -hmm. that want to support you and help you in this process because it really helped us and we felt supported mm -hmm. when we felt alone, you know? Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. And but, I, I should note that that Nemo tent didn't come in until after we'd finished the trail. <laughs> but we still got oh. it. But we got it. We still got, we got it. it. Oh, so, so you made enough money from Sweet People's donations that you yes. went to and bought one, and then they sent you a new tent, but it didn't come in until after you. After the trail. Oh. And they sent it to Amber. Yeah, the Sweet Jean Grey Big Agnes tent. Oh, I forgot about on that. Instagram. <laughs> that was because of everyone else who helped us out. Yes. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. I know. Oh, geez. Oh. I mean, that's a huge deal, too. Like, your yeah. zipper, there was, like, mosquitoes. I mean, your Fighting whole flies. zipper. Do you remember that video? You guys had rigged it with tape. Multiple and like types of tape. <laughs> I mean, it was beautiful, like well done. But the yeah. of the so, it was like a what? It was like a first grader art project. No, it's great. To, to be honest, when when that all happened, it was biting fly season too. So there were flies no. coming in and biting us, and it was horrible. And in Washington, that biting flies are a really really bad thing, and it was right yeah. in the high season. And yeah. here goes our zipper. And I'm like, oh, yeah. dear God. So he gets every little piece of gear tape, tape, yeah. duct tape, anything that we have, the yep. little morsels we had. And he somehow was able to just tape our entire door back together. And then our other zipper was giving out, yeah. too. So it was like this whole, like, We're like oh, okay, shit. the was, ship is going okay. down. I was about to pull the needle and thread out and just sew it shut. Jeez, I'm glad that worked out. I'm glad yeah, it did. Okay, so back to you, Amber. Did you feel like we were taking advantage of your kindness and generosity? Oh my gosh, no. Oh my gosh, no. Okay, wait, wait. Before I answer that, though, I did want to say I didn't realize, Niche, that you did some of those things, like reaching out to people. So that's fun to hear all those details. Yeah, that's so cool. You went at them. And it just makes me so happy because that was my dream before y'all started the trail. Marie, when you and I were talking about social media, I was like, you could make this thing and then maybe well, people will help you out and like companies will help you. <laughs> so yeah. It just makes me so happy. Which has started to happen. Yeah. Companies yeah. have started to support us and, yeah. you know, get their stuff out there with us, which has been, I can't believe it's a dream come true, like on your part. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, so only one so company has, has reached out to us and offered to like collab or give us something. The rest mm -hmm. I've had to reach out to, but I mean, half of the gear that, I would, or we would probably take on a future hike has just been given to us just because we've asked. Look at that. I know. And, and that's, just a great, because... that's a great pointer. Like, just ask. I mean, if you're just legit ask, they can tell you hiking no. and doing a thing, you reach out and say, hey, I mean, people, you know, if you can represent their brand on social media, they'll absolutely yeah. give you stuff. So, yeah, squeaky will win win. Yeah. Yeah. It is a win win. Okay. So, I really want to ask this question because I really want to know y'all's answer in this. I've, I don't think I've ever heard either of you talk about this. Um, and Amber, you joined us on trail and, you know, you got to kind of taste what we go through, you know, in your, your way. 
uh, which was hilarious to watch. <laughs> so, it was. But um, I think I'd really love to hear, as you guys watched us go through this whole thing, you guys were the, probably the most up close and personal of everybody. Like everybody saw it from social media. You might have like called people from time to time, rarely, really, but you guys saw it all and you saw it from mm -hmm. like live when it was happening kind of thing. And so I really want to know, what did you guys go through watching us go through our story? Did you yeah. have a process or were you like, was it like a story that you saw unfolding? Um, yeah. Yeah, I can answer that. And since I didn't actually answer your question too, Wesley. Oh, I'm sorry. First of all, so no, no, that's okay. I can answer them together. But not I keep circling back. Thought <laughs> <laughs> you'd answer it if I say no. <laughs> oh, no, it's good. It's good because I can put them together. I want to be very clear, as I've said to y'all many times, but make it very clear. It meant the world to me to get to like be front row seats and of this like amazing beautiful dream that so few people even like give themselves the option to do let alone like follow all the way through it or like have the opportunity to do it as y'all did like it was such a big dream of y'all's and it was like mental it just meant so much to me to see my sister like do it and do it with someone she's in love with like it just it just meant so much to me so like all of that to say it being one-sided and as Mish said, like, no, like, cause y'all are so sweet. And, and, and as I mentioned earlier and it being like, y'all are newly-ish married and like, so Wesley, you and I like still don't know each other super well and you're my brother-in-law. And I'm like, I want my brother-in-law to like me, but then like I get busy and life's happening and then y'all need something. And I'm like, oh no, I'm stressed. But like, I feel like I'm throwing a, a fit right now and I'm gonna make them feel bad for like making me do something. That was like one of those like mental swirls I would go in a few times at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But um, but no, it never felt like, oh, they're just taking from me. They're just, they're just, you know, this is such a one-sided thing. It never felt that way at all <laughs> it was funny because when you were asking that question it reminded me and i remember telling y'all about this at one of the times we saw each other when y'all were on trail i'm trying to remember which one it was i think it was oregon i think it was before i joined you on the trail it was one of my rei stops where i returned something for y'all and it was so funny. I that was also a process where I kind of learned how to like talk to the REI workers because I learned <laughs> the hard way a few times, and then I figured out how to like look everything up ahead of time so that they were more apt to help me. <laughs> put you, more responsibility on more? me. Can you say more about that, Amber? Like, what what do you mean? Can yeah. you give an example of like something that happened to, to help you figure it out? <laughs> yes. So okay. So and this helps me personally, when I take things back to REI too, is I learned, so like if you say I have shoes that didn't fit me right and I need to return it, I go to the REI desk, I'm like, hey, I need to return these shoes. They're gonna ask, you know, like, when did you purchase them? And then they have to look it up on their account. And I learned after like four or five times of doing that, like some of them would get impatient with that. And, I'd, and they'd be like, oh, is it, was it at this time? And I'd be like, oh no, I don't remember. Like it could have been at this time. And then with y'all, you know, sometimes it could have, I, it was hard. Sometimes it could have been on Wesley's account. It could have been on Marie's account. 
So that's where it was like, oh, I needed to, there were certain questions I needed to get asked ahead of time so that I'm, the more, the more that you put, you figure out that information ahead of time when you're talking to the REI worker, they're not going to get annoyed and they're going to be more apt to like help you. <laughs> Especially when it comes to like returning something for someone else, which some workers I learned didn't like that. And that's <laughs> where the story I was about to tell is there was this one older gentleman who I assume I'm going to REI and like I more recently got into outdoorsy things. So I'm like, oh yeah, these are REI workers. They're into outdoorsy things. They'll be so excited to hear that my sister is on the PCT. I'm so proud of her and her husband. They're killing it. It's so cool. And so I would return something and I would be like, yeah, they're hiking the whole PCT. And some of them would be like, oh. And this one guy was like, he kind of like got annoyed that like he, he like he did have the perspective that like y'all had put this burden on me and and he was like oh you should keep that that gift card for yourself that i got from whatever i oh returned for y'all and i was like pretty quickly I, in our interaction i was like uh i don't remember i stood up for y'all in some way and i don't even remember what i said but it was just come was, on rei Oh, I know some of those individual workers, some of them were super awesome and sweet. Honestly, overall, they were very helpful and sweet. Um, and and they did save like... you. They did save you on when I had the whole Thermarest uh, mat thing happen. They did help you with my mat because I got a new mat. Like it was a, it was almost a year and I had been trying to talk to Thermarest and no one was like responding to me. And we were in the Sierras. I had no service ever. And then we just, didn't we like bring mail it back to you or something? And in the I hopes, think you did. in yeah. the hopes that they would take it back. Cause it was almost a year later. And I, I was trying to avoid that at all possible, but they did accept it. Like the guy was they like, did. you explained what was going on and how I had tried to return it or like, I would have tried to send it to you months before, but, or a month before mm -hmm. anyway, but yeah, no, I remember that's one of those examples <laughs> where I feel like by that point, I kind of figured out how to be prepared going up to them and talking to them, because I think if I had framed it, how I did when I first started returning things, it might not have gone down well, but by then I kind of knew like you had already prepped me and you let me know what happened and then you did tell me like hey they might not take it because we know some people that it didn't work out because it is so close to the window and you know they might think we're taking advantage or whatever and so i kind of went in with all of that information and i was able to just kind of tell the story and just give the facts and be as kind and like understanding as possible and the guy was super nice and he was like yeah um he helped me out but um but yeah um yeah so all that to say okay so i answered your question wesley and i wanted to tell that story and then let's see your question marie what was your question one more time My, How, okay, was it we like can, for us? really we can just take back out what i asked before since no it's totally fine <laughs> well, okay no, no no i do i do have some answers for that too well, with the whole, with the whole being in the real, being in the, the common world, is that cotton, what y'all are cotton. saying? Cotton. cotton. You are saying cotton. C-O-T-T-O and picking cotton. Okay. You are saying cotton, not common. It's, I it's could like, never. Yeah. It's because it's like a grind in this world. Yeah. And we, um, and that's what it is. Like in, cause in the hiking world, it's not a, it's a grind in hiking, but it's not the same. It's not the. <clears throat> right. 
the mental grind, the stresses. Softer grind. It's like the softer grind. (laughs) Softer grind. Softer grind. Yes, yes. And it's that, it's like the metaphor of like, it makes everything fuzzy, kind of. Is that kind of? I I think Cotton World, I don't know exactly where he derived it, but if I had to guess, it's because everything is comfortable and cushiony and cottony and soft. But out there, everything is like dirt and rock hard. And the clothes that you have, none of them are cotton because cotton doesn't dry. It's the real world is what. Oh, sure. Yeah. Interesting. What we were nice to live in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I first heard y'all say that, and I thought you were saying cotton, I was like, oh, is it like putting cotton in your ears? Like, like, you know, like it's the metaphor of like, when you're living in this life and you get in the grind, like it, it makes everything kind of less clear. Whereas when you're in nature, oh, I like things that. are more clear and like your mental energy and your emotional health is just clear. That's true. All you can hear is that's... the white noise through the cotton in your ears. Yeah. Oh, that's, kind of... that's good. But I thought Damn. that meant. Yeah. I love that we've had so many discussions about the cotton world and Crush. What we really need to do is just have Crush on here so he can talk about it with us. Yeah. We've talked about oh, this so many times. What's his definition? Yeah. Yeah. What his definition is. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a cool dude. He was like a lawyer uh, for a long time. And then he, he did a through hike or he like quit, did a through hike. And now he literally like works so that he can through hike and yeah. like has found. Wow that like he lived in a grind for a long time, like dead asleep until he started through hiking. Yeah, he was in corporate law. Wow. Yeah, big change. Go, dude. He got such a cool story and we only sadly got to know him, but yet he became like family. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. okay. Well, Back to your question. I was gonna say though, but from the cotton world, seeing into y'all's world, Something that was interesting for me, and this is another thing that I forgot to mention that I did, was you had me and one other person as your emergency person on Garmin. And that was also a conversation we had to have ahead of time because you, Marie, you were like, because I'm your sister and because I was like wanting to help y'all, you were like wanting to like give me things to do. And that was where you realized like, oh, maybe you don't want to be the emergency person. And I had to assess that like, oh yeah, like if shit really did hit the fan and something serious happened, I would not be emotionally well enough to like actually be the person to take care of an emergency situation if it did happen. You had like had the conversation with me about like, hey, if you we're going to like Garmin message you every day or every two days. And if you don't hear it from us for like five days, then like maybe reach out to Sunny, who was the emergency person who had all of your gear information, all of this stuff. I don't know if y'all had, I can't remember if y'all had an episode yet about emergency stuff, but I think that's super helpful to like have people prep ahead of time for emergency stuff. That was so funny in the in the cotton world when I, when I would tell friends or like random people, my sister and her husband are hiking the PCT. That was one of the first things they always thought about was like safety and it scared them. And I'd be like, oh no, like we have this whole system set up. We have me and we have another person. They're messaging us every day or every two days to let us know they're safe. We have like a system already set up. Like if, you know, we don't hear from them and then we can call emergency and like, um, they were like, oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Cause they were like, how, like, they're not going to have service. Like people would get scared for y'all that didn't even know you, like that you're doing this uh-huh. unfathomable thing from their perspective. But that was in something interesting for me was like the safety thing. And that's where the fires came in, where it was like, uh, you know, like you're my sister and my brother-in-law, like I want you to be safe and like be okay. And I'm a better person to talk to you about that than our mom. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. She didn't yeah, know a and, thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, that was that was an interesting piece. And then another, I guess another piece of it that was just so fun too was like y'all like video messaging or like taking videos of being in meadows. That was something you always <laughs> did, Wesley, because I love meadows. And you uh -huh. would like, there's this funny video from long ago where Marie like video messaged me like, and so every time Wesley, you would record a video, you would be like, yeah. like it was just so funny and sweet. And that like brought me so much joy to like have those little moments of like y'all thinking of me and like seeing where y'all were at. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other little details from this side. She probably I don't know, has... I guess those were the big ones, was like the, the the safety thing and then the like getting to see the little joyful things of like, oh my gosh, look at what they're doing. And just being proud, like telling mm -hmm. random people, like, I'm just like, my sister's doing this cool thing. And then they would not, they wouldn't be able to fathom it. So the conversation would end pretty quick. But I just yeah. had so much fun like <laughs> telling people like, my sister's literally hiking from Mexico to Canada and her yeah. husband, like, it's so cool. I'm so proud of them. Yeah. She probably so, has a lot more meadow videos, videos to send you. I have so many meadow videos, Amber, and I've never sent them to you. Like <laughs> I, like I'm pretty sure we probably took cumulative, cum, cum, cumulatively, cumulatively. <laughs> Trying to say the not the cloud, but the, the <laughs> cumulatively, we probably yeah. took at least thirty videos. Wow. That could be maybe an exaggeration, but I don't think so. Every time we'd see a meadow, we'd take a video and send it, like, yeah. or think of you and take a video. So I've got them somewhere. It's so crazy that people are so concerned for our well-being out in nature when the real concern is the real world right now. Oh, my that, gosh. That boggles my mind. How many, oh my how many shootings? I know. The shootings, no. like, going into a grocery store and being afraid of that. Like, the wilderness is the safest place, it feels like, right now. I mean, yeah. like we're yeah. out there hacking with the chipmunks. Come on. Yeah. And the I bears, know. the bears are like scared, more scared of us than we are of them. Like mm -hmm. they don't, it's so rare yeah. that a bear would try to yeah. attack us. They don't even want humans. They just want food and yeah. they don't, they don't eat humans. Like it's, it's such an interesting concept to me that, you know, being back, honestly, I've been more afraid for our safety here since we've been back from the trail. Like I literally walk into a grocery store or a Walmart and I look at the exit signs and I look at places to hide. Like, and that should not be, you know what I mean? That shouldn't be what we're experiencing. And I just feel like it's gotten worse since we got back. Mm -hmm. um, probably because we were just so used to being in solitude and sure. just not, nothing to be afraid of out on trail. And so it became such a drastic switch when we got back mm -hmm. um i didn't even experience like i just didn't realize that yeah until oh, after yeah. Yeah. what was your original question okay this is my original question as you guys saw our story unfold like were you nervous for us were you excited for us did you like rejoice when we finished like we did like i just feel like you guys were very up close and personal with us on this journey more than anybody else you saw it in real time and you saw all of the ups and the downs that we did have on trail and so and amber saw me mm -hmm. break down so many times to her <laughs> i'd call her crying and being like i don't know this is so hard and um mm -hmm. and mish you saw us like we'd message you and be like okay we're we don't know what to do about this and so i just would love to hear y'all's experience of how did you how what was your experience like was it like a story to you or did mm -hmm. it feel like you watched an unfolding and what was that like? So, yeah. Your journey for me being so up close and personal 
I loved it. Like I keep saying, so I'm repeating myself, is I almost felt like I was on it with you and just kind of like in a way experiencing the highs and the lows and the beauty and all of it because, you know, the pictures were coming in and we had that shared Dropbox and just, you know, hearing you guys and the audio I had you record and just all of the videos. It felt like I was there with you, even though I wasn't. So I was just really excited to one, I couldn't believe you did it. You know, you tell people about it. Like, hey, I have some friends doing the PCT. Their first response for me would be, why? Well, when you say it's from Mexico to Canada, why? Like, they're walking. I'm like, I know. It's wild. So being more involved in it, I don't know. I was just more invested in it with you guys and wanted you I mean, I knew you would finish, but like, I wanted you to finish it. And like that very last video that you sent, you sent a couple and then we edited together like a reel of you finishing when you're like, here we go. And then you did it. And those people were cheering for you. Like when I watched it, I was crying. And oh, I'm like, by the way, Michelle, I was say, like, it was amazing. They did it. Like the, I was so excited. Like they made it. They made it. But that's because maybe I know you guys. I don't know. I was just so proud of you guys because I don't know anyone that's ever done the PCT. So that was exciting. And then you're my friend. So that made it more exciting. And then I was like watching every step of the way and hearing all your craziness and you're exhausted. And we almost like fell into the snow. Just like the craziness of it and how it was taking so long. It just felt. Like, are they going to get, I mean, it's been so long. It's been months. It's been months. And then you made, so yes, it was like a movie for me with like, yeah, all of it. It was, I, it's hard to explain, but I really enjoyed you guys doing it. <laughs> it, it was great to, it was really great to be a part of, um, and now, you know, my phone has like, oh, these memories popped up from, la so now all the like last year, I'm seeing all of your pictures mm -hmm. <laughs> pop up. <laughs> oh, I felt like in time hop and stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, remember they were like in the theater. So yeah, it was, it was amazing. And I told you guys like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you guys. Cause it's insane. Mm -hmm. Like it's insane. Like there's a lot of people that have done it and do it. And it's amazing to me. To me, it seems insane. And like, who would do it? And why would you do it? And it's so, a lot of people ask, why would they do it? Why? So just the fact that you did it and you accomplished it and there were fires at the end and you like made it to the end. And there was so much stuff that happened where you went through like 4 million pairs of shoes and your socks and your like, things went wrong and you still push through. So yes, it was like a proud sibling, proud parent. Not that I'm a, you know what I mean? But I was just like, yes. So I loved it. It was like a movie, a musical, thanks to Wesley. It was like a musical. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was great. I almost want you to do another one. So I can't wait to like be on that one with you as well. So. You know. I'll be doing one uh, starting in July 21st. Right? PT. The Colorado Trail, yeah. It'll only be That's a month, right. so not six, but still. How long is it? Uh, it's 483 to 85-ish miles. I mean, that's still a ton. 
But it's I know so that funny. snow yeah. keeps you cheeky, but like <laughs> it's a yeah. I mean, yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be three weeks to a month where we'll be apart, which will be hard. That'll but, be an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, how come you're not doing that one, Marie? Work. Because she so just started it. her new job. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. yeah. And and just to save money, like, you know, I, I felt like if we were both doing it, we were going to have to save, like, double and then also save for bills and then coming back yep. again. So, yep. and then I got this job that popped up, like, the last few weeks. And yeah. so it all really worked out. And, and too, I told Wesley, why don't you do this one by yourself? Because he's wanted to do one by himself for years and it just felt like this is the right time right opportunity and i'll support him and that's great because that's a long time i mean that's you know kudos to you as a wife to be like yeah go on and do that for several months you know what i mean but you kind of have the yeah you have the freedom you know to do that but that's still like a a big thing to be like sure i will say though that this is so different than doing like a longer trail because he'll be in Colorado so I can support him. I can see him. He's literally only going to be within an hour to three hours to, well, five hours is the la- the end, but that's the driving period. So he's going to be really close in proximity to me so I can see him on the weekends or see him like whenever I can pop in and see him and support mm-hmm. him, take him to towns. Um, so I'll be like his personal trail angel when I can. And- oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I forgot too, Marie. Are you gonna join for a little bit? Maybe it just depends. Maybe not. It depends on work. I don't I don't wanna take off work just yet, um, for PTO. Yeah, makes so sense. but and I want this to be Wesley's. Like I yeah. really do want this to be his. I, I may join him. Like maybe we'll do some fourteeners together. Um while he's on the trail. So it just depends on when he gets there, when I can be there. So Yeah. We'll play it by ear. A lot of uh, childhoods are dumb. So there's a lot of stuff that I need to realize I can do by myself without other oh, people okay. there with me. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. No, that's mm-hmm. good. A lot of processing. A lot of. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. He need. Yeah. He needs this one. Yeah. It's That'll be good. good. That's good. That'll be yeah. really good. Yeah. But but I, I we have discussed though long long trails like the PCT. I don't know how married couples do that. To be very honest, like I don't know how they don't see each other for six months or like see each other on the trail don't get it at all mm, that's gonna be hard yeah that maybe yeah. maybe 20 30 years down the road that would be different but mm. uh, yeah. yeah i mean we, we know some married couples that one did it and one like stayed at home continued to work and we don't know their dynamics like during and after the trail but i mean they're still together but yeah. it, it's either way it couldn't have been easy yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely I was also going to say, Mish, that your video you made at the end still makes me cry. Like I every still, time. every time oh. I cry, every time I watch it, it is just such a magical, it, you really did capture the ending. For yeah. Us. I mean, that was, thank you. That was, that was all you guys. Yeah. I remember crying. You sent it all like, they did it. They did it. <laughs> it's interesting. You walk up to that, like landmark, whatever that is. Monument. The monument. Yeah, the monument. It's a super. And then you, Marie, were like, "We did it." I know that's what <laughs> broke me when I saw it. When you like, you have tears in your eyes, yeah. and then like you go to kiss Wesley like off the video. It's just like, yeah. yeah. And then so and then you guys and I could have edited it out, but I left it because it was so you guys because you couldn't notice as the viewer, but you say, "Oh, you t- you almost tripped. You almost tripped. fell." And he was like, "Yep, I did." <laughs> 
sounds like it's so we're keeping it. It's it's like our dynamic. Yeah. yeah. It was too good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So that was that was fun to be a part of for sure. I mean, it felt like watching a documentary, but also having a huge hand in it too. Not yeah. that you did all the heavy lifting and all the hard work, but you know, it felt mm-hmm. like I was also a part of it. So yeah, it was you were. great. You were, a cr- you were a vital part of it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Helpful. But I, th- I think we are where we are like followers, social media and like support from brands wise because of you. Mm-hmm. you really I love that. that. Yeah. yeah. That was, I mean, it was kind of, you know, like a game, like, man, let's get you guys follower. Cause you love to do Yay! this. So let's yeah. get brands to see you and you're the real deal. You're not, you know, you were prepared and like researching. And so I was like, yeah, like we should definitely let people know and show all the gear you're using and tag them in it and hopefully something get happen, yeah. sponsors or whatever down the road or, you know, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, Amber, I think your response is going to be a little bit different because you joined us twice on trail. Uh, we met up with you and three times. Wait. At, we, uh, you. We met up with you and your your husband Ryan at Yosemite, and then Yosemite, Ashland, right. Oregon. Uh, we all hung out at an Airbnb, and then oh, I guess that was it. You're right. It is twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. twice. You're right. So you actually. I guess I think of. Well, right, because I guess I think of us staying at the Airbnb as like a separate <laughs> thing from me being on the trail with you. It's so funny the way mm-hmm. that my brain internalized that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, what was your question? Were you going to ask a question with that? No, just uh, kind of piggybacking on Marie's original it's question. The question. It's oh, it's the, the question. question. Right. We're still in the. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I love that you said it was like watching a documentary, Michelle, because, yeah, I mean, I get that. That's a good way to put it. That's super interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's so funny. I think um, another thing I was thinking a little bit ago that was interesting for Marie, for me, is that Marie and I are so close, not only are we sisters, but we're like best friends. So we like process life constantly together. And that was a dynamic that I realized pretty quickly when y'all started the trail, like, oh my gosh, like there was a loss for me that I like, Marie wasn't as accessible to just like process life, which ended up being super great for me because yeah, I just, it was just a dynamic I had to figure out for myself, but um. But yeah, it was interesting because then when you did have self-service, like we pretty much always talked. I was, I think, it was funny. I, about halfway through, I started realizing like our mom would like ask us like, do you know where Maria Wesley are? Because like, I was the person you were calling that you had energy to like, I have energy to talk to Amber and like not to like all the, you know, like four other family members or friends or whatever. But um, yeah, so that there was that piece of like, Marie would call and be like, I remember a specific time of like, y'all, I think it was in the Sierras. It was, I think it was after Bishop, it was after Bishop passed where I fell into my chest like three times. I think I called you times like, I am having such a mental anxiety issue right now because I'm so scared to go back in there because we're like in there. You talked her into taking two days off. So thank you for that. For mental health. Yeah, yeah. I that was one of those like something about do, the y'all watching y'all do the trail. It never really, it never really sunk in for me what y'all were doing because like yeah, I wasn't seeing the videos and pictures constantly like Michelle was. I was seeing the fun things on Instagram, and then you would talk to me, and that was one of those conversations 
that it kind of sunk in the like how serious uh, what how serious it is and and I know for you there was that there was this like push and pull of like I know we need to rest and that's important but like I'm so scared that we're not going to finish because we have such a very specific window of time and at that time you were still figuring out resupply in the towns and like how much time all of that took and so there was just so much stress around it for you for 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 y'all and and yeah that that was a conversation where it was like okay like what's the priority here and um yeah that that conversation really sticks out in my mind and then fast forward I mean Yosemite just happened to be a fun thing that was the coolest thing ever where like my my friend had planned a trip to Yosemite and we planned to go I've never been I was so excited I don't think Ryan had ever been either and then it just so happened that like you y'all stayed on schedule up to that point and it actually was perfect on the days that Marie had scheduled of how many miles y'all hiked y'all were there at the same time and so we were able to pick you up and I still love that little video that Ryan was able to capture when we saw each other that was wait okay just going into the weeds for just a second went for the Yosemite trip that was so funny because there was the whole thing about like finding y'all and then like we didn't have cell service and we didn't know where we were going yeah so like Ryan and I get into Yosemite we don't know where we're going then we don't have we're, our cell service is spotty and then y'all cell service is spotty um and no y'all had like messaged me on the Garmin so it was fine for y'all but we weren't getting the messages so there was just this whole thing about finding y'all and then Ryan and I were like okay I think this is the right road and we're walking and in the distance we see this person with these like giant white legs <laughs> that have to be Wesley so we're like, it was oh. me yeah I was running up the side of the road <laughs> like a yeti yeah like exactly. a yeti those those hiker legs was the first thing we saw yeah. and so we we saw you and it was just so exciting to see you and it was just like you know because yeah y'all been off the grid and so that was so sweet and then you're like yeah marie's down a little bit and then you know we have our reunion which is always so special and mm -hmm. sweet and mm -hmm. yeah so yeah that that weekend was just fun and so special in so many different ways um seeing y'all being in yosemite which is just uh a wonderful place it's magical. Um, yeah. the and then was awesome. what was that again the masubi was awesome oh right oh y'all gotta have ryan's masubi uh-huh next Anyways, time but yeah see next my time. sweet friend julia yeah she made a bunch of masubi so good it was amazing um but yeah and then fast forwarding to oregon where like yeah ryan and i took like some time off work and we were also working from home at the time so we were able to like Ryan worked from home while we were there a little bit but we drove up to Oregon and like got an Airbnb and stayed together for like two or three days yeah mm -hmm. in Ashland yeah y'all took a longer break mm -hmm. and then yeah and oh I guess this is like getting in the weeds a little bit too before you started the trail we had planned that I would hike for with y'all for a week and then getting down to it, I just assumed like, oh yeah, it'll be fine. I can join them for a week. And then when I really got into the weeds of like how to get to you and like getting time off work and like the windows weren't lining up and my, my supervisor was like, I can't give you like that big of a window so that I could for sure get to y'all in like at least a week amount of time. So it just didn't line up. So that's where we like decided to do the Oregon trip. And then it was like, okay, why don't we just do like an overnight thing? Like, I'll just be with y'all for y'all for overnight. That's fine. Like I've never, I've never 
backpacked before. So I quickly learned backpacking the first time that one week would have been way too much for me. <laughs> I really, I mean, I would have gotten through it. It would have been fine, but it would have been a lot. Yeah. yeah. So that was where I feel like I'm more so like it really sunk in like what y'all were doing was when I did that mm -hmm. and just actually literally hiking all day like in experiencing that and my feet have never hurt so bad and <laughs> it was really special too because at the time I was um about to start rehearsals for a play called Tiny Beautiful Things which is originally like the life of um what's her face <laughs> uh um, um Meryl Strayed Meryl Strayed who actually hiked <laughs> a portion of the, the PCT. PCT. Yes. Yes. Cheryl Strait. A lot of people know what a lot of normal people, normal people, people in the cotton world know what the PCT is just because of her and because of the movie wild. And that's what, how I knew what the PCT was. So that was another conversation I'd have with your random Joe on the street. When I would tell them about what y'all were doing, I'd be like, yeah, you know, Cheryl Strait, the wild, the Reese Witherspoon movie, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So that was cool because I was literally doing that story. And then fun fact, her, that's actually her pen name, Strayed, because Strayed came from like, she that's strayed on the path. That's from... her trail name then. Oh, maybe it was her trail name. I bet that's her trail name. Maybe. We maybe. never read the book, so. Yeah, but I bet I that's a trail name and she took it as her pen name. I could almost guess that because everybody gets a trail name when they're on trail. Hmm. That's a anyway. good point. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, I never I never thought about that, but you're probably straight. right. Because she's straight. Straight, because she's straight on down, yeah, because of that's the trail. Funny. But um, so yeah, I was like rehearsing like while when we were separated a little bit because they got way ahead of me because of course they were kicking ass and I was like super weak <laughs> my pack was way too heavy pack so, was so heavy. <laughs> and yeah so i was like rehearsing some of my monologues just to like get through like, taking one step at a time i was like oh this is so special that i'm like on the pct rehearsing mm -hmm. for tiny beautiful things mm -hmm. with cheryl Strayed's story like that, that was just really really meaningful to me too um and yeah so I don't know. Yeah, it was just getting to experience that and really have a glimpse of what y'all were doing on a way smaller scale. And then literally, like, I want to back country camp more because, yeah, like, that was the most beautiful camping spot I've ever had. Oh, and I so didn't realize until doing that, that like we didn't grow up camping because we lived in the middle of woods and it just wasn't something our family did. But growing up when I envisioned camping, that's what I thought camping was. And then now that I live in this metropolitan area and I have to camp to get nature time, I'm like, oh, like camping is like, you're right next to strangers in like fabric, mm. basically. Like, it's not like walking out in the woods like I grew up doing, but that's what backpacking is. And that's what through hiking is. And so getting to actually camp in the middle of nowhere was super cool. Prettiest mm -hmm. campsite ever. Um, so I yeah. Can I just say before we move on or you move your thought is the funniest thing about when you did that with us is when you were done because you were so tired and I miscalculated our miles. I thought we were going to be doing what 19 miles with her and oh, yeah. we ended up doing like 25 which that's like a significant jump Whoa. yeah and amber the second day I'm like oh no amber I'm so sorry like we're gonna have to do like 15 miles to get that. in mm -hmm. for 14 miles but i miscalculated it wrong 
And so you're doing more miles than you had thought you were doing. <laughs> and so I just remember by the end, you were like, how far away are we to Ryan? And like, we would help you. We were like, Amber, we're like, we're like, um, 30 minutes away or like we would like try to give you like a time code because you were like this is so hard and you um yeah. and then I just remember you seeing Ryan when we got there and you just ran off of the trail you didn't even go around and finish well I thought it, I actually I actually did think it was the end of the oh you trail. thought that was the end of the trail. I did actually I thought Ryan was at the end but then anyway you can continue the story somebody, she it's runs, funny she runs <laughs> through like the grass to Ryan on this other side where the car is. And she's like, Ryan, that was hard. <laughs> He's like hugging her. And then we have lunch and you fell asleep like at the table, yeah. literally. I did. Aww. I've never been so tired. Wow. I know. It was yeah. really funny. Oh man. Anyway. It was such a cool experience so Insert that, but anyway, keep going with your I, I think that was pretty much, yeah. Just, just think, getting that glimpse of like what y'all's everyday life really was. And kind of getting a glimpse of like how y'all started where my path was too heavy. And like that, I had a moment where like, I was walking down a hill a little bit and I like my foot rolled on a rock a little bit. And I was like, for that split second, I remember you were talking to me, Marie, and you were looking at me and we both like locked eyes. Like I thought I was about to go down on my ankle and we were in the middle of nowhere. I have this heavy pack on me. Thankfully that oh, didn't happen, uh, but like, mm, yeah. Just mm -hmm. like all the factors you have to, you know. Think about. I think mm -hmm. about, yeah. I think that's a Wild. good segue into one of the last two questions I had for you. Like seeing everything that we've gone through, other hikers with us have gone through and what you experienced on the trail, Amber. I mean, either one of you, do you want to do like a couple of days worth of hiking, a week, a month? Has it or, wet your whistle at all? <laughs> or, or do you like the comfort of, you know, indoor plumbing? I mean, yes, indoor plumbing, obviously. <laughs> but I, I mean, it was super inspirational and beautiful. And I really enjoyed seeing the, the trail family that y'all made. I would love that in itself. I, I think it would be a challenge, but it could be super awesome. I mean, we what? used to camp as a kid and like. Wait a minute. Haven't you said you wanted to do the Camino? Yes. Ah, there you go. That counts. I was just going to say. I I'm sorry. Into, you know, no, no, no. That was great. I stole looked our thunder. It. No, you didn't steal my thunder, but I was <laughs> literally going to say that next. So it was perfect. So, yes, I've looked into doing that. Um, I mean, but who knows if I would ever have time like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To do something like that. So it was fun to kind of live it through you for however many. How many months was it? Six. Six. Almost it's to the year. Like, almost to the day. It was 181 days. It's a half a year, y'all. Yeah, Wild. Know. So yes, it's very inspiring. If time ever allowed, I you know who who knows about a whole PCT, but yeah, I think that would be a fun adventure. Would you yeah. would you uh, drag Tim into that too? Yeah, I think he would be like, yeah. And remember, we talked to you guys about someday you could be the trail guides. Yeah, because yes. I think would I love would to need do that. Yeah, I would need someone with a more type a i don't know if you guys are type a but you're very organized when it came to this so a more type a personality who would like just give me the info michelle here's a list of the things you need otherwise it's a lot it feels like mm -hmm. a lot to like plan prepare do the research i'm like i don't 
I don't even. So if somebody could be like, here's this packet. This is what mm. you need. Here's some trail guides. Take you on the, you know, it's shorter or it's whatever. I think that would be a lot of fun. Okay. Interesting. Okay. That's helpful. Okay. Yeah. What about you, yeah. Amber? I 100% want to backpack more. I mean, Marie, you and I at some point will do that chunk of the trail in Washington that you told Goat me about. Rocks. Goat rocks. That'll take about a week. Yeah. Ooh, um, I would love to do that for sure. I, I do think I have no desire. I don't want to say I have no desire. I don't want to be closed off. I would totally like try and take on an endeavor like this if it happened. But I do think that like the full on six months or like three months, like I don't think that's for me. That's, that's yeah. Fair. I think I I love having the gear now so that, you know, I can randomly hike up a hill and like set up my tent and just for fun and have like a day up in my meadow. <laughs> you and your meadow. Mm-hmm. But I I definitely do want to like weekend backpack more and I would totally do like up to a week. Um, yeah. And yeah, there really is something magical about taking everything with you and it being on your back and like the simplicity of it. And like, it's, yeah, it's really special. Um, hmm. So yeah. Okay. And this is my last question for you. Um, so we were out there for six months. It's very quiet. We think a lot. And whenever people talk to us, all we have to do is listen to what they're saying, think about it, and like respond to it. And one thing we noticed when we got back is that people's attention spans are very short and they don't actively listen like we had <laughs> learned to do for six months out there. Yeah. Um, but the two of you and Ryan and Tim, you both asked us really great questions. You're really concerned and inquisitive about what we went through and you actively listened. So I guess my question to you is, did we come back the way you expected us to? Whoa. I know. That's a good question. I feel like you did not come back drastically different mm -hmm. to me. I mean, and maybe mentally or spiritually you have, and that's kind of like your own thing, but like, to me, you seem like the same people. So I don't see like this crazy drastic difference. And I guess maybe I'm leaning more towards like negative, like a negative difference. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I don't see that at all from the conversations we have had. Um, I would assume it has made you more something maybe more of an active listener or maybe just like it seems like it would calm people down a little i mean to be that long in nature i don't know if it just makes you feel a little more peaceful or you come back and you're like oh everything is so loud <laughs> you know if there's mm -hmm. that you got to reacclimate but you guys seem like you you still seem very you know both upbeat joyful people so i'm glad it didn't I didn't think it would, but I'm glad it didn't like change you drastically. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even recognize you guys anymore. Who are you? That that'd be weird. Like weird. Yeah. What, what happened? But but so for me, yeah, that I didn't see any huge drastic change. But I'm sure there's things, you know, that you could probably expand on mental, mentally, spiritually, whatever. That you're like, well, this I had this moment out there, or maybe not. I don't know. But I'm yeah. guessing six months in nature. I don't. 
<laughs> yeah, just curious because we we saw both of you shortly after we finished. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, you seem like you guys, and you seem. I don't know. I've always thought both of you were like upbeat and joyful and happy, and and maybe that's more so now. But yeah, nothing, nothing. I don't know why I'm leading on the negative side of it, but nothing like negative, or you don't seem like anything changed in that regard. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. I feel the same in that, like, yeah, y'all are still y'all. I mean, I think for you, Marie, and I think I've said this to you, is, like, you seem more grounded in who you are and more, like, accepting and confident in who you are. Nice. And even more comfortable in, like, you know, like, if something stressful happens and, like, you have some kind of, like, emotional response to that, I feel like something that I've seen switching you is, like, you're way less quick to feel guilty about having an emotional response to something negative or stressful that might happen like I feel like you're way more like I mean this is who I am and like I I this is how I feel and I'm just gonna let it be what it is and and some of that kind of work was being done before the trail but I definitely do think um some of the things that you voice like having to stand up for yourselves in certain ways um in certain situations because of the trail just like not taking shit from people and like um and and just the emotional piece of like you know if you're angry you have to like let that anger out on the trail like y'all talked about that a lot in like the the emotional health mental health episode like mm -hmm. i feel like in that sense i i've i've seen specifically you marie be more at ease in all of that mm -hmm. and just like letting it be what it is um but yeah, I mean, I feel like other than that, yeah, y'all are like pretty solidly yourselves, which is lovely. <laughs> I'll take that. Pretty solidly ourselves. And yeah. I feel like this would be, I don't know if you have unpacked this already, so forgive me if you already have, but it would be interesting even for like a full podcast episode, if it doesn't exist, how... Or if it did at all, I would think it did, like, affected your marriage. Like, what that was like. You know what I mean? I'd be curious. You went on a six-month out-in-nature poop <laughs> in the woods, tent breakdown, no... F you know what I mean? Like, that has to do something. Bring you close. I mean, whatever. But mm -hmm. that'd be interesting to hear what the heck that was like for you guys and, and how you're different, how you were before, how you came out of it. I would... Oh. That'll be an episode. Yeah. For sure. I think you should. I think you should. Yeah. We have a funny poop story. I'm sure you did. He's like, Fun oh. fact. That's the only thing I didn't do when I joined y'all is dig the hole, dig the shit hole, and then take a poop in the woods. And then... So sad, Amber. And I, oh. I regret that. I That's the one experience I didn't get. So <laughs> taken some laxatives before you started. <laughs> Well, no, I did have to go and I intentionally was like, I remember Wesley on the trail, you being like, well, that you know, like we have time if you want to have the experience. I was like, no, I don't want that experience. And I kept <laughs> I going. Knew. I was so grumpy. But looking back, I'm like, oh, I thought it was so much more. <laughs> Dude, pooping, poop, pooping, pooping, pooping in the woods is, is an experience. It is. Mm -hmm. I mean. And you hope that no one walks up while you're pooping because you're just out there pooping sugar you were exposed yeah i don't mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's a lot of you should you should talk about all the like weird stuff like that we have too. a funny yeah. people, you know what i mean yeah. like the, the 
scabs and the pooping and the grossness and the stinky and the laugh. The stinky. We so have a funny story, talk about. though. Yeah, I'm no. sure you have so yes. many. <laughs> there were there were times where we'd have to poop at the same time on trail, and but we only had one trowel to dig. So like, he would let me have it first, but then I'd have to give it to him, and I'd have to go to him and find him wherever he was behind a tree. He'd be like, "Just toss it to me." <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Where are you at in your marriage? Where you're like, just come on, let's just put it together. Well, <laughs> where we were pooping right beside each other yeah i mean we did. just got over it at some point and we were like we just both have to shit like right now and yeah. i think he was like in one tree and i was on another tree and then we or and there was one other time where we we're yelling at each other um across the way while we were pooping because we were like hey is someone coming and are you oh done, are you done? <laughs> that's wild oh, the that's stuff so i'm sure at the beginning that you're like tiptoeing around and then by the end of it you're like you know what let's just well, who cares? Who it's cares? Right. Wrap this up. We had a few of those for sure. I think that's a great spot to end the episode on. I did want to ask, would y'all like Ryan to come in and say hi? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really quick. We, we got I'll a minute him. and 36 seconds Yeah, we got a minute and 36 right. seconds. That's a good spot to end it. Hilarious. No, we'll definitely do a couples podcast where we do all that. But you should listen to our last podcast, Mish, because I talked about period on trail. Oh my god. I got god. real nitty gritty. Ryan, what's up? Uh, hey just want to give you some recognition on our intro song that we play every single go. episode. Thanks oh, for doing y'all, that. Oh, y'all, he can't hear you. I'm so sorry. I have oh. you in my headphones. Hang on. Oh. <laughs> okay, That's <laughs> funny. Hello, everyone. No, hello. Hello. Just want to thank you for the intro um, <laughs> jingle that you made for us. It's on every episode. Oh. <laughs> Yes, thank you. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Ryan is Amber's husband. Yep. Ryan G. <laughs> we'll throw you in the podcast, Ryan. Hey, wait, did you cut your hair or is it still long? Uh I, I tried to cut my hair and it created some bangs in the front. So uh lesson for everyone. Don't try to cut your own hair. I learned that the hard way. But it's still long. <laughs> but, it's still, but it's still long. You have the underside. Yeah, I do have the underside. Dude, I feel like you guys are like competing in your hair lengths right now. Yeah. It's they're pretty similar. They are. Wesley, are you still going for the Viking look, or is that just on oh, yes. trail? Still going for it. She still, still, still shaves the sides for me. Yeah. Now oh his hair's like down to here. Yeah. Wow. I know. Um, I think it is a little longer than Ryan's son. Yeah. 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 I'm here for it. Fun little thing I did look up in my notes today, last year. Y'all were in. All right. Keysard. Kearsarge. We were going into Bishop. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mile 789.1, day 63. Dang. And then you had two rest days or three rest days. I two. closed it. But two for sure. Two. We never ever took a three day rest day on the trail. Uh, we did it one time. We did? Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Kennedy Meadow South. We did take Kennedy South. Three day. That was yeah. it. Amber, Mish, we just want to thank you for taking these last two hours to rehash all of the PCT goings on. Yeah, thank you guys. And thank you so much for everything you did for us. Like, you guys were the heroes outside of what we did, and you really were our backbone and our support. So I just want to say thanks for that. Yeah, I mean, like, we were the ones out there walking, but 
honestly, we couldn't have done it without the help from both of you. Mm -mm. Yeah. And just the, even the happy, like you guys are doing so great or just coming and meet, like seeing us on trail, like all of those things just really brought so much life back to us. So thank you. I love it. I would do it again. Let's go. All right, yeah, let's go. Same. Don't make a promise you have, you can't keep. Uh, I'm keeping it. Just wait, oh, wait until we it. wait until we have kids, and then we're like doing the AT. I'll be like, all right, y'all, you ready? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! <laughs> announcement? Do you have an announcement? No, 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 not yet. No, 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 not yet. No, no. <laughs> 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 make our announcement. Yeah. It's like wait hey, until the last wait. minute. Yeah. 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 No. No, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm glad I got to do it. And uh, yeah, when's the next one? Yeah. yeah, we'll Same. let you know. Yeah. TBD. TBD. Okay. Uh, tell Tim that we're we're striving for the quality of his podcast. <laughs> yeah, for for everyone listening, um, Tim Nagel, Misha's husband, has a podcast called Created oh. by Human. Oh yeah, check it out. It's we'll, actually really great. Yeah, we'll put a link to that mm -hmm. in the show notes yeah. for you. Oh, um, you guys, look at them. They're just such great people. <laughs> and base camp. I know. If, if you like random like conspiracy theory stories story and funny stories about shrooms and haunted lakes in georgia you, you'll enjoy this podcast you'll enjoy it's this funny. podcast it's oh yeah amber if you've never heard it either it's a, it's a great podcast i haven't i'm gonna check it out i love podcasts good for um it's good for killing time while you're hiking the pct so. it's true it or is. any long through hike yes um created anyway. created by human yeah created by human it's yeah. very <laughs> creative i love that but anyway, well, thank uh, you again. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for doing this with us. It's great. I love it. You're so welcome. This is so fun. It was so fun to recap. I know. Looking forward to seeing you both in person again. I know. Yeah. Yay. One day. Yeah. Well, love you guys. Miss you. Love you. Be good. Love you all. Enjoy the rest of your Bye. weekend. Bye. 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 Well, everyone, we hope you're enjoying our podcast. Yeti walks into base camp. We're your hosts. I'm base camp. And I'm Yeti Legs. If you enjoy this podcast, please let us know in the comments below. Or you can also shoot us an email to our podcast, Yeti Walks Into Base Camp at gmail.com. So it's just the name of our podcast, all together, all lowercase. We look forward to hearing from you. And if you do enjoy our episodes, please be sure to like and subscribe. And if there are any pertinent links or other information that you're interested in from the episode, just find that in the show notes below. I uh, also wanted to give a shout out and a thank you to Ryan G for our intro and Bradley Black for our outro. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And as we like to say in the hiking community, happy, happy trails. trails.